Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning into the takeover. Um, as always, me, Josh G, with me, of course, my brother, AJ. And uh, obviously tonight we have to dedicate the show to Kobe Bryant and the people that lost their lives in a tragic accident um, this Sunday. Um, basically, if you know me and AJ, we've known each other since 97. And coincidentally, that's when Kobe Bryant came into the league. And me and AJ bonded over sports. That's how we became friends. We loved all the same teams. But at times, we would disagree on players who we liked and didn't like. But there was one player that we never disagreed on. There's one player that we always admired. There's one player that we always wanted to be like. There's one player that we wanted to get in this business to interview. Mm -hmm. And that's our guy, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly, man, and um, I'm glad to be with you guys again for episode 26. Uh, it's a somber one, not so somber. We're going to try to talk about some good things, talk about, you know, talk about some good times and bad times, get into uh, what went down this weekend, but uh, all in all, just go over Kobe's career. We could probably do four episodes if we wanted to about Kobe, um, just because, like Josh said, we've been so... Deep into his career with the little things, you know, on and off the court, having a chance to be in L.A., we're, you know, privy to a lot of stuff that a lot of people across the nation don't get to know, you know, the little things, um, people bumping into him at restaurants, and mm -hmm. that, you know, like this has been interactions with a lot of people throughout L.A. Just, uh, I mean, naturally, it's been 20 years since he's been here. I mean, more than 20 years since he's been, you know, here and uh, a big part of our city. So it's a, it's a really... It's a really crazy, devastating event, and uh, I'm really glad that we had a couple of days to let it digest, because I don't think I could have even got through this last 15 seconds that I just did uh, <laughs> came, yesterday, because I've been broken up. And having said that, I mean, like I said, you guys have gotten to know us these last 26 episodes, or maybe you've known us, obviously, for our whole lives, as our family and as our friends. We're always going to try to be real on this show, so our emotions are going to come out tonight. We may say a joke or we may do, you know, have to hold in some tears because this guy meant a lot to us. Oh, yeah. Definitely meant a lot to us. I know he meant um, a lot to me for a lot of reasons. Uh, we could probably go back and forth as far as, um, I mean, but just to start it off when I was 14, you know, uh, it was 14 or 15 when he came into the league. And... You know, his first 10 years were was the eight years. And then the last 10 was a 24. So was it exactly a 10? Something like that. Around yeah, there, right? That, yeah. So um, so it was almost like we grew with him. I was 14 to 24. He was 17 to 27. So we were going through a lot of the same things at the same time. Um, and it was just crazy just to see him grow with his game and as a person. And to be kind of going through a lot of the same things at the same time. My mm -hmm. My... Uh, another reason why this tragedy hit so 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 close to home because my daughter this Sunday will be 13 years old, and his daughter was 13 years old. So when he had his daughter uh, Gigi, I had you know after, shortly after that I had my daughter, and um, that 2009 that 2009 championship was just a whole. Uh, my life had just changed so much, and he had changed so much. He he was taking on the reins as far as being the, the man then. And it was just so, it was just so crazy. That was like the, the biggest point of my life was learning to be a dad, not knowing what the fuck I was doing. So I, he was always there no matter what, mm -hmm. when I was a kid. When mm -hmm. I was a kid and there was no one at the crib because I was, you know, only child, mom had to work night sometimes. He was there to tune on, tune in, watch Kobe do work. 
after that, when I was a young, crazy kid going out at 21 at the bars, well, well, he was there, boom, seeing Kobe go nuts, just mm. like living my best life. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like <laughs> high-fiving strangers and shit, like hugging strangers. Because uh, uh, this was hitting crazy shots at the end of the game to take it to OT or win the game, whatever it was. And then just to grow and be a father and then want to have him as a different type of role model. It's just, it's just so crazy how our, we drew so many parallels. I mean, both of us, like mm-hmm. to him, uh, to what he was going through on and off the court. And I, like I said, I think he grew from the eight to the 24. His game changed, mm-hmm. his whole life changed, his whole mentality. And, and towards the end, he was just so money, bro. Like mm-hmm. I, I've been watching interviews. I mean, you know, he was just, I told you earlier, he just figured it out. He figured this yeah. shit out like this life. Like he he knew exactly what was important, and it's hard, to, you know, it's hard to do. You know, he and he he was he was blessed with so much, and that's why to me, I, it was I died when I when I heard it right inside. And but it was just like when I heard about his daughter, it just took it to another level because he was forty one years old, which is tr- terribly young. Mm. That being said, you know he lived a freaking full ass life. Mm. You know, and I'm not saying you know whatever. I'm just saying. 13 year old daughter will never get to experience so many things. And I know just from knowing who he was mm. that he would have, he would have, you know, done anything for her to survive that. And even if it was his own, you know, mm. life to be taken, no matter what, like, and that's what hurts me the most is that, you know, I know he is, you know, it, it, that's just terrible that she's gone and how his wife must be feeling just mm. for us having children, you know, mm. like her sister must be feeling like, mm. Mm. and they were pretty close in age, right? 13, mm. 16 or 13, mm. 17. So 17, yeah. yeah, that whole household's going through a lot. And not only that, the other passengers on the helicopter, man, you yeah. can't forget that the two other 13 year old daughters, I mean, mm. two 13 year old children lost their lives. People lost their mother, mm-hmm. father, just so terrible to even try to wrap your head around. And especially one of the biggest people on the flight. Not only, I mean, that's how what he means to us. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people that he's affected throughout the world. I mean, the world, like China, like like people were just sobbing and shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a terrible, I mean, it's the worst thing I've ever seen happen in sports, bar none. Oh, yeah. And, and to that point, you, you, you started off by saying, like, how quickly you were drawn to Kobe. To me, I was, I'm like three years younger than him. So when I'm in high school and I'm, I think I'm the coolest fucking dude in the world because I'm freaking starting guard as a sophomore. Then I see this guy who's a 17 year old kid announcing he's going into the draft, takes Brandy to the prom. At the <laughs> yeah. time, I mean, she's like the most popping, like well, well, she was Moesha. At yeah, the exactly. Time. Everybody she had wanted Moesha. albums. She was on TV. She was making yeah. movies. And he's like, you know what? I'm taking her to the prom because I'm freaking Kobe Bryant. Then. He gets drafted to the L.A. Lakers. Like, as a high school kid, like, what better dream can you have? Like, to me, that was like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the prom with Britney Spears. And then <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go play for the L.A. Lakers. Like, yeah. are you freaking kidding yeah, me? You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, an honor. So, to me, instantly, I was drawn to that. But something funny, though, also really drew me to him. My dad, old school, NBA, old school, every sport. Jerry West was one of his guys. And when I found out that Jerry West was in love with this guy, and my dad had told me so much stuff about Jerry West, I said, if Jerry West says that this kid may be the greatest player of all time, yeah, something must be there. So I just remember instantly, and you know we always do this? That's my guy. We always say that. Yeah, yeah. And when your guy does something, like, oh, what's up with your guy, man? Like, you get blamed for <laughs> yeah, everything. So I quickly called Cove, like, at my house in a second. And from there, like, I just always... 
ride and died with them. People like Shaq, people like whatever. Oh, yeah. In and, the beginning, yeah. in the beginning, I would trust me, mm. I, I don't want to call out no names, dog, but there was a lot of my homies that were yeah. like, fuck that fool, dog. He's mm. a mean ball hug. I fucking hate him. Like, uh-huh. Shaq will do it by himself. We should trade that fool. Uh-huh. I swear. And yeah. I was always like, nah, dog. I mean, I was always yeah. the guy that took it on the chest. Like you said, yeah. when you call you, you that's your guy, you got to take it on the good times at the bad times, yeah. you know? And then when he fucking balls out, you're like, I told you. I told you that's <laughs> yeah, my exactly. guy. Exactly. So, I in my house, like, I know my brother like Vince Carter. Uh, my other brother like Shaq. My bro- my one brother liked Shaq so much that when he left, he said, "I'm not a Laker fan no more." And kind of and kind of was hating on Kobe. Yeah. Until obviously they started winning again, then you jump back on the wagon. Like, <laughs> no one's that dumb. So I mean, it was like that though for a period of time. But I always, always uh, ride and died with them. And then that first series, um, when they played against the Jazz, and he was uh, shooting those air balls. Yeah. Everyone was clowning Kobe. Everyone was counting Kobe. But I remembered after that, Shaq said something that I was I was saying to my brothers during the game. Like, he's the only one that wants to shoot. Yeah. He's the only one. There's Nick Van Exel. There's Eddie Jones. Because Shaq had fouled out. But a lot of people remember yeah. they couldn't feed it to him. None of those guys wanted the shot. But Kobe was willing to take it. And to shoot an air ball, to come back, shoot another air ball, to shoot another air ball, shot four air balls. Yeah. But, he, but it just showed mm. his confidence mm. and his, you know, his balls. Like, you know, his cojones, as he would say. And the sad thing is, is you would think after that, you would be like, oh, man, maybe I'm wrong. But to me, it went the other way. It was like, this guy is going to be the greatest player of all time. For him to do what he did, for him to take it on, for him saying already he wants to be better than Mike and he wants to do it wearing the purple and gold for the Lakers, what that means. I'm like, nah, dude, this dude's different. You know what? This dude's I, different. I, I wish I could say the same thing, mm-hmm. that I knew that moment, mm-hmm. but I'd be lying. Because mm-hmm. I remember when that happened, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I hope this doesn't mm-hmm. fucking wreck his confidence. Like, uh-huh. you know, like, like yeah. they're throwing him in there at this time. Like, I was saying that, though. Like, mm-hmm. dude, at least he has the balls to shoot it. Like, mm-hmm. no one else is stepping up to the plate. But then when he hit, when they were, like you said, it was one, two, three, four. And I was like, <laughs> shit, I hope he doesn't go in the offseason. Like, I suck. And it's like, you know, as a 17-year-old kid, you would think yeah. that your mind's not able to be yeah. the scapegoat for the whole season. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and, and he wasn't even getting a lot of run throughout the season. Like you said, mm-hmm. I think a couple people must have fouled out for him to even get in the in the game, I think. Like, he wasn't always in the start lineup or anything mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. it showed a lot of what he was about. But anybody... I mean, I could easily seen it going the other way. Yeah. Young, 17 year first kid out of high school, first guard, really. First guard, first guard. First guard yeah. out of high school. And then you go and you shoot four air balls. It could have gotten ahead. What I did see the other day was he said that he went the very next day and mm-hmm. he shot all day in the gym. He's like, yeah. I'm not saying like all day, like, oh, yeah, in the morning. So the yeah. afternoon, he's like, no. I'm talking about all day in the gym. Like, he yeah. was so pissed off at himself. Uh-huh. And that's the kind of guy he was, you know, like he's he's got that mentality. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly the mamba mentality, as, as it's called in. And to be honest with you, as 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 time went on and as, as things happened, I just really like they're they're called your heroes for a reason. And the main reason why they're called your hero is because there's something inside of them that you don't have that you want to be. Right. And at that time, like as I'm getting older, you know, the basketball career is over, whatever, time to go to college. And it's like you get to college and all you want to do is chill. You don't want to do nothing. You've been going to school, you've been doing you know, now now's your time to mess around, have fun, you, you know, start partying, whatever. And I regret that now, like not going to school, studying hard, doing whatever, because, you know, we've talked about doing this for a long time. And a lot of times I tell myself, if we have been doing that and we had our game right, where the fuck would we be right now? Because people like me and you, I don't want to talk shit. We fucking think we're better than the people that are on radio right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I will look Jim Rome dead in his eye and tell him, 
I'll take your show, bro. Give me your show for one day. Let's see what happens. And he's the best to ever do it. Yeah. So a lot of times I feel like if we had what he had and we had his work capabilities, his work ethic, his drive, you know, maybe our dreams are come true. Maybe our dreams are different. But also, what you also learn from the mama mentality is try to fix your mistakes. And that's what we're here today, me and you. We're here doing the takeover because you know what? This is our dream. Somehow, right. some way, this is our dream. We're living a little bit. But not only that, though, we're setting examples for our daughters because we tell them every single day, you can do it. You can be anything you want to be. And what if they tell us one day, well, how come you're not what you want to yeah, be? Yeah, you always said that you wanted to do that yeah. show with Uncle Josh. Like, <laughs> you know, like, why don't you do it? Yeah, so yeah. exactly. And that's that's what we talked about when we started this thing, you know? Exactly. And, and, and I think that is, you know, the Mamba mentality to never really give up on your dreams. And I do want to start, though, and say... Initially, when I heard the mama mentality thing, I was oh, yeah. like, I don't really like it. I'm like, when, I heard that, when I heard the black mama's like, who calls him black mama? And then we can remember DeAndre freaking Anthony. Oh. What was his name? The freaking the, uh, the Anthony Thomas. Yeah, yeah. The guy mm. from Oregon went to Oregon. Mm-mm. He was originally kind of like, they were mm. calling him that. Uh-huh. And then Kobe kind of took it on. And like, trust me, now it, it, it just got entrenched mm. in me and I love it now. Yeah. But at the beginning, I was like, could be something better, Kobe. Like, yeah, I wanted a better nickname yeah, for him, yeah. you know? Like, but then when you find out, that the actual black mama snake is the only snake that actively is actively aggressive. Like they're out there seeking shit. Yeah, yeah. So they're the only snake that does that, and they're venomous too. So like a real venomous snake, they're just they only get biting on you because yeah, because you're fucking with them. Exactly. This motherfucker's like, oh, you're wearing you're wearing the the brawny shirt. I'm coming after you, my (laughs) guy. So when you hear something like that, like fuck it, I give myself that nickname too if I could pull that shit off. And of course he did. And then he had the Mamba mentality, which we, we touched on. And it's just like, and as I was saying, like, that's why he was my hero. He was my hero because I knew I wanted to do certain things. And I knew what I, it took to get there. And I didn't do it. But he was the type of guy that didn't have to even put in the work. If Kobe Bryant just played in the NBA, did what he did for his first few years, he would still be probably a Hall of Fame player. But no, it wasn't good enough. He was coming after Mike. Now, a lot of people say they want to be like Mike. But nobody puts the work in to be like Mike. And he did it. He did it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and from the jump, too. He, and he said it, and he did it. Because mm-hmm. he came in the league, and a lot of people were like, who is this fool saying he's going to be better than Michael Jordan? Mm-hmm. And then he came in, and he just did not stop freaking mm-hmm. go get, trying to get better, trying to get better. They, they, there's so many stories now you know, that are coming out about him just seeking out knowledge from random mm-hmm. people. D-Wade, he called him, and he mm. was like, you know, a veteran already. Mm. He, he hit up D-Wade uh, against where they were going against the Celtics one time. Like, hey, mm. you play him a lot. Like, what is the tendency? Like, mm. you know, he just mm. he just always has been a, such a student of the game. And he mm. came in, like you said before, with Jerry West. And Jerry West has been all over everywhere, just yeah. really just, you know, showing exactly how much he meant to him. Mm. And uh, I think if it was the other way around and Jerry West would have went Kobe, would have probably would have been the same way, just mm. distraught. Because... Yeah. And apparently he was, you know, all he knew when he came to L.A. is mm. his son, I guess, would drive him around. He didn't have a license when he started playing for the, you know, like for mm. the Lakers. He didn't. When he got his first contract, he, his parents had to sign, he couldn't it, sign it. Yeah, He couldn't sign his own contract. I mean, that's how young. And yet he was on the Lakers and he was telling everybody he wanted to be better than Michael Jordan. Yep. So exactly. Like, how could we not like a guy like that? Like, how could you not be drawn to a guy like that? But well, we, we, because mm-hmm. we naturally, that's how we want to, like, that's mm-hmm. how we are kind of, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of people mm-hmm. in LA that were turned off by that shit. Yeah. So there was a lot of magic people and they're like, mm-hmm. who's this fucking punk? Like he mm-hmm. thinks he's freaking bad. You know, like a lot of people don't like, 
Mm-hmm. That's that puppy your chest out. Me, I'm all over. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's my guy. That's my guy. But exactly. Yeah, but you know, like he came in, and mm-hmm. a lot of there was a lot of Kobe haters. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's so funny because even after five years, then he went through his allegations off the court, or whatever. Kobe haters, and then it's just so crazy how like his at, towards the end, like I don't hear anyone say anything about about Kobe. Yeah, no. And they and they probably shouldn't ever, but a lot of times people are scared of the new thing. Mm-hmm. Like Shaq was already in the league, but Shaq since. The second he was born, knew that he was going to be a Hall of Fame player because of his size and his strength and his ability. So the safe thing was to be Shaq, was to be like Shaq. Yeah. And Shaq was goofy and kind of endearing, yeah. just like, kind of like more out there. And yeah. this guy, you have Kobe right here with the scowl on his face, just like being Mamba mentality before we knew what Mamba mentality was about. Yeah, exactly. So it's not so endearing to fans. You know, it's not so... But, but the great thing, though, is, is that him and Shaq, though, were able to finally mesh together. Which led to three championships, and at that time, what's cool about those championships is me and you are actually working together. Yeah. So I mean, when we talk about when I said earlier, there's no other player we talked about. I mean, we were praying for the Lakers to win. Like literally, our money <laughs> depended on the Lakers winning. <laughs> oh heck yeah! Yeah. Shout out to fans. Yeah. But and um, commission. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like hundred a week, yo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey people then, would freaking go nuts and buy all kinds of Lakers shit. Yeah. So we were so at that time. I mean, not only were they our favorite team, but it was like putting money, and it was like we weren't even working. Like we would literally be there watching Laker games on TV. Oh, yeah. So when we talk about like Kobe's era, like we had nothing better to do a lot of times. We were working <laughs> yeah, in the night. We, every we would game. watch every game. I mean, unless the Jeopardy was real solid. The Jeopardy was like cutting the <laughs> yeah, Jeopardy time. But that was like the first thirty minutes of the game, anyway. So that you know, I West mean, Coast time. So that's why when you hear so much education on this show, Jeopardy, <laughs> then the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the things we watch. Uh, a tournament of champions, right here. You know. <laughs> Say, where you at, Snake? Get in here with us. We had some battles on the Jeopardy, dude. We but... did. Yeah, and then um, I was actually, I asked you if I was with you, but I wasn't with your brother. When we did, um, we did, uh, we were at, at work and we did the whole, we we're watching the Blazers and the Laker game. That was one, the, the famous lob to Shaq. Yeah, and yeah. I remember there was people in there going crazy. First of all, I was looking around like, what the you doing here? And why are you not somewhere watching the game? Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, but we were right there going nuts. I remember it was like on a terrible old TV that Ooh. barely got the channel. Oh, at the freaking antenna, right? Yeah, <laughs> it was the bunny. <laughs> uh, so there's just so many times, and that's what I and think. that was the first championship. And now when they were losing in the fourth quarter, Shaq was named MVP that year, and that's when Kobe was really like coming on. He was MVP all three years, right? Yeah, he was. No, I'm saying of the, of the finals. Oh, the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was finals MVP all those three years. But... You think Kobe got snubbed out of one of those? No, nah. not the finals, though. Because the finals, he always dominated. Yeah, and the finals, they just... But, yeah. like, Western Cup Championship, they don't get through, like, the Sacramento Kings or the oh, Blazers without no, Kobe. No, 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 no. Yeah. But, I mean, now that the, I mean, the, the, let's just get this straight right now. Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal are the best one-two punch in NBA history. I think so. I mean, and, and, and I'll say it for this reason. Because, literally... If you could say you could take any two players to start your franchise with at that time, everyone would take Kobe and Shaq. Everybody. So there's no other duo where you could say they were the best yeah, two that, players and, in the league. And, and, and it's not era. even close. Yeah. It's not even close. You could say, well, oh, uh, Jordan and Pippen. Like, honestly, Jordan was number one. Pippen's like 10. 
12, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They had number one and number two on the same team. Yeah, those years, if you ask people, mm-hmm. who, who's your first two picks? Not going to say Jordan Pippen. They're going to say mm-hmm. Jordan and Patrick Ewing or fucking Charles Barkley, whoever. But yeah, yeah but at that era when, they, when the Lakers were the Lakers, mm-hmm. there was no one you would take over those two guys. And I mean, if you say like in their primes, I mean, yeah, you could have, you know, obviously Magic and Kareem in their primes, the best center or arguably with the best point guard, of course. But Kareem wasn't in his prime anymore. Yeah. So the, they were in their prime. Think about that. What the fuck is Kareem going to do to Shaq? No, what's, what's Magic going to do to Kobe? Yeah, I said it. Yeah, no, really. And then what's uh, Magic going to back him down to a little baby hook? What's yeah. to have Shaq come out of nowhere and just throw it to the 15th row? Yeah. Sorry to the old school heads. Sorry, old school heads. But yeah. now this, this debate is getting even like, now I'm just taking on the debates now. Oh, yeah. I used to hate the, like, yeah. the, the decade debates. Oh. But if you talk spicy about Kobe now, I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah. oh, 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 he's not better than Jesus? Oh, he's not better than Jesus? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, give Kobe some freaking chocolate, some snowball. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this fucking nail to the cross shit. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yes, I mean, he's yeah. he's just now, I mean, and now who's going to say anything bad about him, you know? Yeah, no. Like to us. Like, it's there's no way now. At this point. You, you you get the hands now. You get these hands. And all that's left of <laughs> All that's left of these, all that's left of these hands. But those first three titles, I mean, I just think back to so many great moments, dude. And, like, that's when we're almost 21 or we're yeah. still even going out. We're having a good time. We're in college. Like, you know what Everything I'm saying? Was to perfect. me, it was so easy. It, it was, yeah, we're, it was, yeah. Life was great. All we did was go to school and go to work and watch basketball. Yep. And that's all we did. And we had nothing else to worry about in life. So... Those titles right there were just were fun times, dude, for everybody. Yes, and that's why that's why that's why his uh I was saying earlier, like his whole timeline is just so weird because those first three championships were like party time. They <laughs> had had them in a minute, you know. <laughs> yeah. So like everyone was just fucking partying. There's fucking so many stupid flags everywhere, <laughs> car flags, and then um, and then you know, then we go on a little law, you know, mm. after that, and then it was almost like that's the time I I needed that law. I got like, yeah, my liver hurts. I'm over here partying for these Lakers games all the time. So I'm like twenty, like, going on a little law, have a baby, and you know, my baby turns two, and then I have a. I just been blessed by mm. fucking Kobe Bryant's fucking presence. I mean, mm. I, it's really what all I come down to. Um, and beyond that, man, like I think what what broke everybody down this this whole entire uh, this tragedy as far as Kobe goes. Kobe's like um Kobe's Kobe's perfect, right? I mean, what has he done lately that'll make anybody, you know, look at him sideways? Like he's uh he's so like you it'll be it's the last person you would think that it would happen to. I know that's mm. terrible to say. Like you don't mm. want anyone to die or whatever, mm. but it's just like it makes you feel so mortal because it's like this dude died? Yeah. That means I'm I could go any day. Yeah. Like, what have I done to be here more than Kobe? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying well, like you know, that's kind of dark, whatever, yeah. but it's just it just brings you it just makes you like I said it just it just makes you realize your mortality and like that and I was I was glad that everyone took the same approach like go hug your loved ones blah 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 like I've been seeing people from all different creeds and walks of life like mm. embrace each other around mm. LA and everywhere like this fucking Kobe died dog nah like fucking love that dude people crying I got a lot of my people my, my people same thing as me like Kobe was like a father figure almost a lot of mm. people that didn't have pops mm. you know like growing up in high school and shit like. He was the only male figure that you would see. And, and growing up, he was, showed you how to be a dad. He showed you how to have a uh, work ethic, how to work hard. Like, the mama mentality kind of, like, goes way farther than a lot of people really understand, especially in L.A., mm-hmm. because you see him all the time, what he had to work through to get through injuries, to get through, just to get through, miss, you know, losing Shaq, getting back and be like, I can do this by myself. Let's go. He just did so much for me as a sports fan. And I just think it's so cool 
seen that he how much he did for a lot of people. Like, like my yeah. mom was torn up. Like, yeah. mom, don't fuck a basketball. She don't mm-hmm. care. Like, you know, like she's just such a, a a strong figure in LA. He was almost like Rich uh, Rachel. I don't know Ramona Selva. Mm-hmm. She's like he was like the mayor, but not the mayor, but like the spiritual mayor. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and his presence not being there is almost like I feel ten years older, bro. The only that is not here. Mm-hmm. Like when your hero dies, it takes a chunk out of your childhood. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like. I, like I said, I feel so much older. And, and then the day of his last game, we even said, like, dude, this is, like, our favorite player, our favorite guy. Like, this is probably our last favorite player ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank God LeBron came. Because <laughs> then we got one more. And, I mean, I'm going to root for him, bro, but not how we root for him. Yeah, like, no, we no, were, no, no, but, no, no, Like, no. we were too entrenched in, like, his whole everything. But to be honest with you, I mean, I, I don't want to jump ahead here, but um, what LeBron put on that post, and, oh, the, no, and, the, and, and it was funny because when, when I thought about him doing something, I said, I hope he says something like he's going to take on this challenge and do it for Kobe. And what he said was even better. Like yeah. What he said was like he wanted to put the scene on his back. And it's funny because he literally has put Cleveland on his back already. I mean, this guy promised him he was going to get him one, and he did that. And that's why when he left, everyone was just like, okay, dude, you said you were going to do it. Now you did it. So I think if he could just do this one this year for us, He's going to go be left out of here like, okay, you can go up there with the greats. You can yeah. go up there with our guys. Like, you you did it for Kobe. Kobe vouched for you. I mean, it should not have taken all that stuff. I mean, once oh, you no, put yeah. the Laker jersey on, Everyone you, should, should, act right. you yeah. should be embraced, especially when you're one of the greats. But if he does this, bro, I mean, that puts him, I mean, right there at the GOAT conversation at, at the top of the line. Because that to do that for this city this year, and well, I mean, as much inspiration as it's probably gonna give him, mm. it's also gonna give him so much uh, that time, that much more pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone's thinking the same thing as I you. Like no athletes had this much pressure. Exactly. Yeah. Like oh, LeBron, you could get it for Kobe. Like you know, like mm. but they might have to get it for Kobe. You're fucking idol. That's that would be like us. You gotta do a perfect show tonight for Kobe. Like it's like <laughs> what kind of pressure is that? I was just nervous already just talking about him, just because yeah. it's like I don't want to miss out on something. I don't want to not say something that. Yeah. You know that I thought because I, I freaking I I've I never I've never loved someone so much that I have never met. Yeah. And um and, and you know what? Speaking of that, you met him. <laughs> I met him. So me and my wife were we're we're getting ready like a couple weeks before uh, we're gonna get married. So we got married out in, in South Orange County. AJ was there. He looked very handsome that day. And uh, <laughs> that was a lie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he wasn't there. <laughs> now the unnecessary flaws too. Yeah, we got him, uh, married in the Hamptons. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if you ever heard of this place called R- Oh, forget right? it. Right? Right? Oh no, it's Ritz. The Ritz. <laughs> oh, oh, how many stars? I didn't know you could get this many stars in Soho. <laughs> it was only five. Huh? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. no jokes. <laughs> because of that place, we, me and my wife got. So me and my wife had to do some final prep. So everyone talked about that the, the restaurant Javier's out there at Crystal Cove, out there in Newport. So my wife's like, let's go, let's go there, blah blah whatever. I was like, all right, cool, let's go. And the whole time I'm there, I'm thinking, oh, this is a place that Jim Rome always talks about. Maybe I'm going to run into Jim Rome. And I had it ready, bro, for Romy. Like, <laughs> I, was, I had it ready, dude, for Romy. Like, I was going to tell him, yo, I'm going to take over your show one day, blah, blah, blah. Like, time, first time. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to take Don't Suck. I was going to tell him <laughs> everything, dude. Sure you know? Did. And I, I, I knew Rome, like, that day was just going to sign me up, bro, to take over his fucking spot. <laughs> but I got a better surprise. I'm right there. Oh, yeah, yeah, party of four because my brother and sister-in-law are with us. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to put our names in, you know. She's right there, honey. Blah, 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 because we're about to get married, so we're all in love and shit. All love each other. <laughs> honey, I got it. It's on me tonight. Your family. <laughs> and in, at, I, right when I turned to go sit back down, 
Kobe Bryant walks in. Now, when Kobe Bryant walks in a room, bro, it shuts down. <laughs> oh, you First know? of all, you would think that. But dude walked in the room. What's up to everybody? Everyone cool with them? She kept it moving. A lot of people in there, dude. And I'm looking around at my wife, and I'm like, do these motherfuckers not know that Kobe Bryant just walked into this room? Yeah. And she's looking at me, and I'm looking at her, and she's like, go talk, go talk. I'm like, nah, dude, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Nobody else is fanboying. Like, yeah, what am I going to do, be bro? That and she's like, you have to. I would thought that too. You have to. And I'm like, and then, like, for some reason, like, he, he went to the table, and they were going to bring out his food. They're like, okay, we're going to bring out your food. So what happened was. Kobe he, got Brian gets happy. Kobe, so go, like, we get, like, Taco Bell. Like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go pick up some tacos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, $1,000, yeah. sir. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he, but he drew, rolled up in the whip, well, got out himself, uh, Range Rover, Black, okay. Range, Black Rover, rolled up. Got out, like I said, just walked in, head nod, blah blah blah. Like they knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. But no one sweated him, dude. So then, I, at this point now, they're like, okay, we're gonna go get your food. Like again, not even, hey, I'm gonna go get your food. Like anybody else, would. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with these they're people? Though, yeah, right? exactly. I don't know. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. But mm. then, dude, he kind of makes contact with me, and my wife said, go, go. So Cole kind of looks like at me like, all right, bro, cut. Like you could pull up. It's cool. Like he lets gives me the look. Like go ahead. Dude. Oh, like, he's seeing your wife. Yeah, he's he seeing my wife. So I'm still not moving. My wife finally just starts walking toward him. It's like Kobe, big fan of yours right here. One, of your, no, actually, she's like Kobe, one of your biggest fans. Your right wife here. did it. My wife did it, bro. But let me tell you though. Let me tell you though. You're not gonna believe this, dude. Another tie-in with Kobe. Me and my wife actually got engaged on what would later be Kobe Day. 824. That's our engagement day. Wow. So that day I we 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 got um I proposed to her on a Friday. The next day we were going to a Beyonce concert. I had listed her into um to win a like a raffle or something to meet her. I'm like, dude, we're never gonna win. They called her up. You win. You won. The same day you met Kobe? This no no no, not the same oh, day I met like, Kobe. Fuck. But I'm giving this story though. Okay, shit. So that day we went down to the pool. As we go down to the pool. Kobe Bryant was in the window. He was working out with Team USA. They had like their like pre, this was 07. So it was before the Olympics. Yeah, they had yeah. to qualify because of the fucking stupid redeem team or whatever. So they had to play like the tournament of the USA or something like that. So I saw him that day and I was like, oh, dude, like there's Kobe, blah, blah, blah. So that day I saw Kobe and my wife met Beyonce, literally took her. So the day that we see Kobe, she was nudging me because she's like, dude, you help me meet Beyonce? Like, yeah. I got to hook you up. Like, you can't let this pass. So she introduces basically me to Kobe, and I'm like, uh, yeah, big fan, Kobe. And for some stupid reason, bro, I start talking to school about Magic Johnson. Ah! <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I grew up a Laker fan, and, you know, Magic was my guy, dude. Like, I love Magic. I'm like, even last time I came over here, I saw Magic, dude, from far away. Like, he was pulling out. And then Kobe just looking at me. I'm thinking like, oh my God, what the fuck am I telling Kobe Bryant, dude? But Kobe looks at me and he's like, yeah, dude, me too. Kobe, Magic was my guy. He made me like love basketball and that's how I fell in love with the game. And then he starts telling me that, you know, his, his, his grandpa would send him tapes and then that's how he fell in love with the game. And that's why he's such a big Laker fan. So I'm like, all right, this fool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He bailed me out. He saw me fucking stumbling on the mic, but he bailed me out. So this was uh, 2010. So they just had just beat the Celtics. Oh, shit. So... That was five rings from him. I was like, oh, let's do it again. Kobe, another three-peat. I remember telling him, like, you can do a three-peat. He looked at me like, oh, yeah, we're going to do another one. Like, he just gave me the head. And I was like, yeah. So then my wife just jumps in, and she's like, oh, take a picture, take a picture. And I don't think back then, we, I think we had, like, a BlackBerry or some shit. So it wasn't even. She had, like, a legit digital camera, bro. We were yeah. with the digital camera out. And Kobe just comes in, bro. 
just puts his arm around me and just a freaking great like embrace, dude. And he puts a smile on his, like he kind of looks at me, smiles at me, dude. And I'm just like the happiest fucking guy. So then I put my arm around him and we're just like bros, dude, like right there. And I'm like, oh, thanks, Cole. Good luck next year, blah, blah, whatever. You know, nice meeting you, man, whatever. And he's like, all right, bro, like blah, blah, blah. Like just like, just like we were just friends, bro. With yeah. the embrace that he gave me. And this is a funny thing, bro. I tell this story and it's funny, but. When I look at the picture, dude, and I see the way, like, he's I remember, actually holding like, you, up. like, the way he's, like, holding me. Like, he literally has his arm oh, around right, my yeah. shoulder, and he's got, like, a cool smile on his face. But what I remember right before that is when, like, he just pulled me in, dude, and he gave me, like, the smile. And then, like, he looked at the camera, and I just thought to myself, bro, like, the way that that made me feel that day and the way, like, I still remember it, like, he's never going to be able to do that to his wife, bro. Yeah. He's never going to be able to do that to his kids. And if it made me feel, like, that way that day... Imagine what the real thing, like, I love you feels like yeah. when he does that to somebody. That smile that he probably gives to his wife, bro. And that, to me, like, that's why I have that picture and I haven't posted it and I haven't shared it because it's, like, it's, like, it special to me to now. Yeah. It's special to me, dude. And it was before that. This is the realest shit, bro. You see my office. I have no pictures of my kids in there. Yeah. I had a picture of me and fucking Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's And that's not a lie. So... I mean, I might be a little lazy and haven't like updated the photos, but <laughs> it was there for a reason because that was my inspiration. And that's like, going to be one of my biggest regrets, man. Because, you know, there's always things that you can do to maybe meet like, you know, mm. Kobe, right? Like mm. uh, that he's having something or yeah. but I never wanted to be that fanboy, you know, and like go and just just to go and meet him just to say I met him. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. I was always like, dude, I'm always in LA. Like I ran into magic before and be like, mm. hey, what's up, magic? Boom, 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 shook his hand, kept mm. moving. Mm-hmm. I don't like to be like. Like you say, be all like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like, and then like, and plus, I don't know what the fuck to say. What am I telling? Yeah. I think I can't even put in two hours of fucking podcast. <laughs> what I what I feel about Kobe. So yeah. when I see him, I would, but I actually that's that's the one person that in my head I would always be like, if I ever went into him, I'll tell him how much he means to me, what mm. he did for me as a man, like mm. growing up, and I would like get teared up and mm. like just thinking about that, just thinking about like, when he was alive. Yeah, he was alive, and I would just to think about. I would have like fantasy conversations with this dude. Mm. Just in case I ran into him. Yeah. And it's like, I've mm. never felt that way about anybody. I'll never feel that way about anybody. Yeah. Especially no. now, I'm on, I'm on sport. Like, I don't give a fuck about anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> you sad at me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Take a podcast. Uh, yeah, no, no. I'm, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't, mm. I don't, I'll never idolize someone like that again. No one's yeah. ever going to do what he did for me. And, and that's, that, and that's what the coolest thing, because you've always heard that. And I even, every time I, I hear this phrase, it makes me cringe when they say, oh, you never want to meet your idols because they're only going to disappoint you. And I felt like saying, and your idol's not fucking Kobe Bryant, bro. There's <laughs> no way to me that he could ever be a dick to anybody. I know. Because, dude, he saw, like, all right, dude wants to talk to me. And then to bring me in, though, and to be so cool. And what another thing I appreciated was obviously my wife. But then even my brother and sister-in-law, I mean, they know how much he meant to me. Like, they didn't even come near him, bro. They just, like, gave me that moment. They want to let you have it. They want to let me have that moment. And to me, I thought, like, even, bro, like, you're an Eminem fan. I'm not a huge Eminem fan. Yeah. But if we met him in somewhere, I would be like, oh, what up, bro? Like, I would still get in on it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for them to have the wherewithal, like, let him have his moment, I think they must, like, I don't even think I've ever asked him. Like, there must have been a look on my face where, like, I thought I literally saw Jesus or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because they just gave it to me and not... And I appreciate that so much from them, dude. And obviously my wife, because if it wasn't for her, dude, I think I would have just been like, what a poop. Yeah. And then I'd be like, that's why, why they knew you were fucking for real. They're like, this was not talking for once? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> on mute. And when I tell people like, oh, I was speechless, like, motherfucker, I was speechless. Yeah. Because I wasn't ready 
I'm telling you, my mind, Jim Rome. my mind was Jim Rome's walking in the door, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's my mind. That's my mind. But I did. Yo, all right, all right, Cole. Have a take. Don't suck. I funny, mean, fuck. The funny thing is, is when I wanted to tell Cole, I swear to God, bro, this is what I was going to tell Cole. You fucking scored 81 points in the game, bro. Like, <laughs> that's all I wanted to fucking tell him because I wanted to see his face. Like, really, motherfucker? 81 in the game? You really fucking yeah. did that? Like, to me, like, I wanted to tell him something like that so that he knew, like, this fool gets it. Yeah. Like, this fool gets it. And what I appreciate about Kobe is, like I said, he's, he was he wanted to do, like, all the shit on his own. He wanted to pick up the food. He wanted, like, that's why he had a helicopter, to pick up his kids yeah, from so school he, exactly. so he could spend time with his kids. I heard him one time before that, and then they clarified to me what I thought was bullshit. But he said in an interview one time, I like pumping my own gas. And it's like, come on, bro. Why the fuck do you like pumping your own gas? Like, number one. Because it just lets everybody know I'm just like them. And I like to see the people's look on their faces. <laughs> and then he's like, and people sometimes will come up to me like, why do you pump your own gas for? And he said he would tell them, because I'm out of gas. <laughs> and then he's like, well, why don't you ask somebody else to? He's like, because I'm driving right now. Like, I, I'm driving. Like, I'm, <laughs> and gas. I'm out of gas. I need to go. <laughs> and, people, and people will look at him like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, dick. And so, but basically, he wanted to be just like a regular dude. And I think that's what endeared him mm. to the whole entire city. That's why everyone loves him so much. Because yeah. he was, and um, like, like he said in, in interviews, mm. he was embraced initially by the Latino community. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and we're sitting Way on the top, my guy. Yeah. And that, that's that, another thing to add to that point. Kobe Bryant was so talented that the stars and everybody with the big money and the people in the suites wanted to see him. But he also worked so hard and had such a great work ethic that the people all the way on the top appreciated him. Appreciated exactly. him, would pay their money. Just like he was blue collar in that jersey. sense. Yeah, exactly. And the, and the fact that the way he went at his craft, mm. you know, like yeah. working hard. Um, just being passionate about mm -hmm. it, caring, you know, mm -hmm. about what he did so much. And uh, like I said, the blue collar mentality that he took mm. uh, brought him in, like you said, to the 300s. The mm. people in the 300 seats mm. loved him just as much as the freaking stars. And that's hard to do, to hit mm. everybody, you know, mm. like to, to to have that wide a range as far as who you connect with and who mm. and who uh, appreciates you at what you do. It's, it's, it's something that we probably won't see, man. And I don't think even Jordan had that. Mm. I know I never grew up in Chicago in the 90s, but mm. from what I see in, uh, you know, in the press and old schools, and what I remember, he was always kind of like standoffish, kind of a dick, mm. kind of like, oh, Republicans buy shoes. Yeah, exactly. He was, I mean, think about it to this day, Jordan just recently, and he really did it for the All-Star game, finally came out about like, you know, the bathroom thing and all that stuff that was mm -hmm. going on in that band. Took and a like stance the, for once. So took a stance for once. But everyone knows the reason why he did it is because he didn't want to get his All-Star game ripped yeah, away the game from was him. in Charlotte. Yeah. So it's like, come on, dude. So, but Kobe stood for a lot of things, you know, and then I know he was really trying to help out the homeless community out in LA. Oh yeah. He um, was big into that recently. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. um, well beyond, and even beyond that, have you been seeing like all these countless stories coming out about what he did for like showing up for kids? Like, and he was always like no press, no nothing like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard this one that about this kid in Phoenix or something that was named Kobe and he mm -hmm. was like on his deathbed and he went in there and, and Kobe even, I guess he liked him so much or kind of mm -hmm. like felt, uh, you know, not so bad. I don't know what the, I don't know what it was that he even asked the parents like, "What is the situation? Like, what do you guys need? Like, if it's a financial, I could probably help. You know, like mm -hmm. if it's something financial." And they were just like blown away. Like, mm -hmm. nah, I mean, there was nothing you could do. The kid was, you know, there was nothing you can do for the for the for the youngster. But he ended up going uh, dying a couple of weeks later, and they have like like the only pictures we have of him smiling is when Kobe was here. Like, wow. 
There's so many stories. That's just one. And I just been seeing all kinds. Like, mm-hmm. and just like it's just but like, the one that really got you was the Al Duncan one, right? From from ESPN when she oh, said that when story. she had her story, yeah. that was too much, man. She's talking about how she ran into him and they were talking about she was pregnant at the time and she was gonna have a girl. And he was telling her about how Vanessa wanted a boy, but he was like, I'm down for another girl. And mm-hmm. you know, and then he's like, I'll have 10 more girls over here. I'm a girl dad. Mm-hmm. And um, that hashtag's been going viral, and I love that because mm-hmm. And then the way she told the story, and she, you could tell, it was all like genuine. And it's the like, only time they ever met. Like I said, so yeah. when you hear stories like mine, he, he I think <gasps> sometimes he knows like this may be this, means something, own, this to, is like, this yeah. means something to you. So I'm gonna let you know that it means. Um, I don't know if you want to go back on the Instagram live right there, but yeah, sorry, we had a little Instagram live malfunction. But um, as I was saying, like he, I think it, it can't go on for more than a certain amount. Oh, okay, cool, cool, maybe I don't know. Okay, no problem. Yeah. But let's to finish that, like I think he knew that it meant something, so he was gonna make it so that you something you remembered because he wanted to touch people. I mean, that's the way I firmly feel. He wanted us, if we were cross paths with them, to make it be something that we he can use to motivate us someday. Like that's the power that he knew that he had. And uh that's why we appreciate him so much. Not only that, I mean, and I think uh and he was right. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are so inspired by the time that they met him and, and take that such to heart that they mm-hmm. talk about it. Like, I mean, even someone like you, like you, like I know you, like you mm-hmm. never like came to me and be like, hey, dog, I fucking ran into this fool. Like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and I know you so well that I know you wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, and I know who would get you. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't think of another person that would do that for you to make you just be so starstruck that, mm-hmm. you know, someone that you revere that much is there's mm-hmm. no one and they'll never be for us. And, and that's then, what sucks about your heroes dying. And, like, it just and then and then when, when uh, to also touch on the, the girl dad thing, it's um, a lot of people come to me. I mean, I have two girls and uh, they say, oh, you're going to try for number three, you're going to try for number three. I'm like, no. And then they always say, do you want a boy? And I say, no, I was always saying. And you've always been saying, yeah. like, we, there's nothing like a little girl. There's nothing like it. Yeah. So, you know, when I heard that story, I was just like, dude, like, he's he's just like us again. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just a regular guy just like us. Yeah. And, you know, he wants the best for his girls and the best for his wife. But, speak, I mean, speaking of his wife, you know, they went through what they went through with the trial and everything like that. But to me, like, she scored so much points with me because... She was with Kobe. I mean, a lot of people, you do vows. You get married, you do vows. And uh, you look each other in the eye and you say you're going to be each other's sickness and health or you say, you know, whatever, you know, for best or for worse, whatever one that, that you decide to go with. And uh, she stuck with it. And a lot of people can say, oh, wow, she's with Kobe Bryant, blah, blah, whatever. But well, she could take half. She could take half and she could live a great easily, life. Easily. Easily could have taken half. But what I respected about it and what I respected and no, about both of them. When they did the press conference, she was with them. He stood right there and said, yes, did I commit adultery? Yeah, I did that. But I didn't rape a girl. And to me, once you do that with your wife right next to you, I'm sorry, dude. I hate to be that guy, but Kobe, I believed you. Yeah. Right then and there, I mean, no offense, dude. Like, how many of us would do that? Again, like, how many of us would do that? You get caught cheating on your wife. You're a player. You're getting rape allegations. Like, bro, I'm having lawyer. Like, I'm not saying a word. Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, this guy steps up to the mic, does this, and then not only that, though, that whole year, he's going from a trial, he's going back to playing for the Lakers, they're going back to going to the championship again. I mean, they didn't succeed, but they still went there in such a year with so much turmoil. 
Well, not only that, no. when he's going on these on the road trips or whatever, mm. people are just slandering, you know, like you know, mm. calling him the worst thing ever because mm. people think that he just raped yeah. someone. And mm. if you're not from LA at the time, a lot of people, like, oh, oh yeah, if you were from Adelaide yeah. at that time, like I said, there was a lot of Kobe haters. Like yeah. he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't embraced fully by the entire nation until yeah. a certain point. At that time, definitely not. Yeah. So to come back to my point with 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 Vanessa's wife, I mean, obviously she lost a daughter and she's going through so much right now, but. I just had a lot of respect for her, and it started with that. And then, you know what I'm saying? You know how hard it is to be with Kobe Bryant, go through all that, and she always looked to seem supportive to him and, and, and everything like that. So I know there was a genuine like love right there, but I heard a story that he could obviously buy her anything he wants to. Anything she wants, they could get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So he wanted to get her something for Valentine's Day. This dude taught himself how to play the fucking piano. And someone asked him, why don't you just have someone teach you, bro? He's like, because if I tell Vanessa that somebody taught me, then it's not going to, I don't think it's going to tell her how much I love her, how yeah. much I care about her. I have to do this on my own. So he found her favorite song, which I forget now, taught himself how to play the fucking song and he played it for her and for Valentine's Day. Well, well, I guess when you, when you can buy anything, you got to go fucking on the sentimental tip. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. that just shows freaking, that just shows how awesome he is. Like, not only the fact that he has that much, mm. um, you know, love for his wife to go and do something so sentimental, mm. but the fact that he's like, oh, I'll just learn how to play. Like, was, who would think that? Like, even if, I, I wouldn't even be able to do it if someone taught me. Like, if, if I got lessons, I'd be, I'd still fuck it up. I would probably YouTube the song and just pretend like I was fucking yeah. doing that shit, like fucking so, Millie Vanilli, that yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I probably would do. But no, Kobe fucking Bryant teaches himself how to play the piano. Not only that, though, he speaks different languages. I He's know. just so fucking awesome, dude. That everything he did is it's it's stupid. It's not, yeah, it's hard to even believe. And then mm -hmm. and then he wasn't even like a stuck up asshole either. Like I heard, I was, I was listening to. The, he was confident though. No, very almost. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> nah, but like when you hear him talking to um to you know to his peers, like when I heard him on the All the Smoke uh, mm -hmm. podcast or whatever mm -hmm. with Mike Barnes and Steve Jackson. Mm. It was just so cool dropping F bombs, talking like we do. You know, yeah. talking like we do. Like, I was like, fuck, fuck that. I'm not going to yeah. go like He talks like us. This is mm. normal, dude. Normal, mm. dude. It's not like he's over there just because he's so smart or whatnot. It's not like he's over there, like, um, mm. talking about, oh, oh, talking to people in different languages just to fuck with them and be like, oh, you don't know what that means. <laughs> That's uh, French for caviar and wine. <laughs> you know, like, he's yeah. not snooty at all. He could yeah. be. He's like so freaking worldly. Like, he could totally be that guy. And mm. he's just freaking. He's just so cool, dude. He's always been so down to earth, mm -hmm. and that's why he's the best, dude. That's why everyone's fucking tripping out right now. Yeah, and that's why everyone's losing their mind. But uh, he went through those hard times, but they came back, and they went back-to-back -back titles. Uh, and at that point, um, the first the first championship they, they won in 2009 where they beat the Magic, my mother-in-law passed away. And my mother-in-law passed away like three days before the last game that they played. So, I mean, at the time, dude, like, I was watching the games, but obviously with a heavy heart. My, my mother-in-law literally was dying in the other room. And uh, it was the first time I remember after she passed where I actually was happy, dude. Like, it was like I actually had a smile on my face. So that first championship meant a lot to me. Then that second championship after that on the back-to-back, -back, first of all, they beat the Celtics. Thank the Lord. And second of all, that's I got married like a month after that. So it's like a good time in my life. And even on game seven, my cousin Steven was getting married. And because of his rehearsal dinner, I mean, who fucking has rehearsal dinners in the <laughs> 2000s game on game seven? 
Uh, we missed mostly the whole game. We missed like three quarters, dude. We saw like, and then we missed like two minutes of the fourth quarter. But we saw the Laker come. It back. was a clunky game, though. <laughs> yeah. kind of game. <laughs> yeah. didn't miss much. The yeah. last fucking uh, ten minutes were all you needed. So those ones are also so meaningful because it's it came at crazy times in my life where I went from one extreme to the other. It was a happy time. So, yeah. what do you remember about those those chips? Ah, uh, the second ones. Yeah. Oh, the back like to said, back. And those were those were the ones where my daughter was two. Literally, my one of my mm. daughters, like fifth word was Kobe. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I was just so into him at that time, mm. and she was two. Like, I, I, I was young. I was 26. Mm-hmm. So how much weight do you think I had in my pocket to go out and fucking do things? It was just me and the kid. 26 bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so me and the kid were in the living room. She's playing Barbies. I'm watching the game. Mm. I'd be going nuts, and she'd mm. be like, "What?" I'll be like, "Go Kobe." She'd be like, "Go Kobe." Like, you know, she's. <laughs> yeah. That's what meant. That's why those second championships, I think, mean so much more to me. And your daughter actually so called you, right? After, and we'll go in the oh, well, we'll oh yeah. I, I think I talked to you, um, and then she called me right away. Like she, she knew, she knows how much he means to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the last game, his last game, his sixty point game. She was with me. We went mm. to go watch the game by my buddy uh, George Allison. Um, she was there, and she just like always like brings it up, like, but that was all crying, like yeah, like <laughs> clowning me. I was like, yeah, sorry. And then um. Because I was. I was just so emotional in that last game. Because yeah. I knew. like, and, and you know what's crazy about that game is I told her. I remember diving over. And she was, you know, um, old enough mm-hmm. to, like, see, you know, mm-hmm. know what's up. So she, I was just like, you know what, duty? It's just like when your heroes are done, it's like it just takes something out of you. Like, you know, like, you know, I had nothing like to look, you know, look forward to. I'm like, he hasn't been, like, that great this year. But I just knew he was there all the time. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm doing what I'm doing now. But now I'm talking about Ooh. it now that he's dead and just kills me. Yeah. At that was, time, it was like more of a. I thought I was. I was sad that day. Yeah. I thought I could not be. We thought he, No, really, we thought he died that day. Right. Like, like that's how I thought I would have felt when he died. Right. Like, oh man, that's fucked up. Oh, you know, yeah, shed yeah. a little tear and whatever, because you thought he's gonna be an old man. Yeah. We're gonna see him go to the Hall of Fame. We're gonna see his daughters playing in the WNBA. He's gonna fucking be an old man. Like I pictured him like the way we see Bill Russell right now. Where he's like gray, like yeah. barely move. I pictured him and Shaq. What, what, what legend out. has not done that? Yeah, like, exactly. I can't think of someone who was like so good, like a Hall of Famer. I know, like that's you, not around anymore. Like they could tell you Oscar Robertson, you could see him. They could tell you Jerry West. They could tell you Elgin Baylor. You could see them. Yeah, you could see them probably All Star Weekend. They're gonna be there, but you can't see Kobe Bryant. I know. This is like it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And then once again, we know. You know, others were were lost in there. I mean, his daughter. A lot of people thinking about his daughter right now, especially you know. And there's other daughters that were on there. You know, we know a baseball coach was on there who was a champion, helping out kids. So many kids he helped as well. So a lot of a lot of good people, you know, lost their lives that day. I mean, obviously we're focusing on Kobe Bryant, the sports show. That's our guy. But you know, definitely we we understand that it's it's a tragedy. It, even if Kobe Bryant wasn't on that plane. Oh, the Oh yeah. yeah. And then you know, I, and like I said. uh, it, it's a tragedy, no matter what, to everybody. I mean, I think it would be foul no matter what. If, if um, three thirteen-year-old yeah. girls were in a helicopter, rigging like everything, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be. It would be kind of sad, but mm-hmm. and so I don't want to lose sight of that. I definitely don't. But it is a sports show, and we're talking about you know, mm-hmm. yeah, that sports related. So, when but let, let me ask you a question though. Right, right from the top, like top plays when you think of Kobe. To me, top plays when I think of Kobe, I go to when he tears the Achilles. And then he makes the two free throws afterward. Because to me, when I tell my kids, well, my kids are knowing right now. But when I tell them stories, mm. that's the first one I'm going to start off with. Because when it's low and, and times are tough and, and, and you're down and out, you still do your job. Yeah. You still do what you're here to do. And, 
And I'm sorry, if I freaking get a paper cut, I might yeah. not do this show. <laughs> yeah. So to tear your Achilles, come back and shoot the two free throws. And he said the whole time he was at the free throw line, he was thinking like, what can I do to keep playing? Like, how do we manage this? Yeah. Like, do I just walk on one side? And they just called the timeout and said, no, nah, you're out. And then they asked him, did you hear a pop? He said, yeah. He's like, and he's like, we'll just tape it up. He's like, nah, bro, you tore your Achilles. Yeah. I don't know if you, and if you don't know your Achilles, it's the thing in back of your leg towards the bottom of your foot. <laughs> I banged that shit on the fucking bed a couple of times, yeah. and that shit is not and fucking feel good. Since that happened, I have the biggest fear that that's gonna happen to me, dude. Okay, I'm gonna no, tear my Achilles. Like I just, I tell my wife, I says, "That's why I don't run, baby. That's why I don't go to the gym because I'm gonna tear my Achilles, sweetie." <laughs> but I really, I really have that fear, though, bro. I mean, I said that jokingly right now, yeah. but I really have that fear because of Kobe. And then, and then, um, this is the last uh, NBA Finals mm-hmm. or two NBA Finals ago, Kevin Durant tore his Achilles, mm-hmm. and. He couldn't get up, my guy. He wasn't shooting no free throws. <laughs> yeah. So you could see, you could go YouTube NBA players tearing their Achilles. They don't get up. Uh, they definitely don't shoot free throws, and they don't even walk off. Like it, it, just for him to do that, it it really epitomized what he was about. And everyone said it at the time. Everyone's like, and that, so, so that's when I think of that, I think of Mamba mentality. That's that's the epitome right there. But when I think of greatness, I think about the eighty-one point game because we play basketball, my guy. And we could be at a park all day and might not get 81 points. <laughs> and to be in the NBA and to do it against NBA players that are giving it everything they got, that a team that actually was winning until late in the third quarter, you gave up 81 points. You Someone scored 81 points on you. That's unbelievable. 81 points. Yeah, Jalen Rose is freaking uh, – Jalen Rose is tired of hearing about that. Because mm-hmm. everyone on the Raptors is like, tired of hearing about that. <laughs> yeah. And what's crazy, too, is that I, I – I, I mean, the, I, I've been watching a lot of the highlights from it. Mm. Like, it wasn't like they were, I mean, they were trying to stop him. <laughs> yeah. At the end, they had three guys guarding him. Yeah, no one like, mm. clowns. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, especially guys like Jaden Rose are probably like, didn't let this fool get 60 on us? But that's and then the he thing, got, like, though. And but, 70, like, what the fuck? But that's the thing, though. Jaden Rose said that Kobe just was quiet the whole oh, game. Oh, he did talk shit once. Like, yeah. you wouldn't think, like, you would have thought he was, like, 0 for 20. Yeah. He was so quiet. And then he just kept scoring, scoring, scoring. He didn't say nothing. And the reason why he didn't is because they were losing most of the yeah. game. And he was doing what it took. Again, Kobe Bryant shooting the ball is better than anybody else we have on the motherfucking team. And yeah. I'm saying that, I mean, even on our great teams. I want Kobe shooting the ball. I don't care who's open. I mean, unless it's maybe Bob Ory, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like yeah. or D Fish in the corner or obviously a lob to Shaq. Then I'm I'm good. I want Kobe with the ball every single time. Oh, he was super good. He was super good. And it's crazy that. I, obviously, the championship, all that stuff, 81 points, those are things that we get talked about a lot. But there's a one game, and I wish I would have did my homework to say the exact date so we mm. can freaking Google it. But um, it was against the Blazers. And it was around that time when, uh, I think it was a regular season game. Mm. Uh, but it was important, I remember. And it was, you know, and it was the I Blazers. The and it was uh, when they, when that's when we were Patterson was supposedly the fucking Kobe uh, stopper. Uh-huh. And this fool just went nuts. <laughs> took, he, he hit a crazy three-point hit to take it to fucking up. Uh, or just went nuts at the end of the game. Just to yeah. get it to overtime. Uh-huh. And then they went into overtime. I want to say, I, I might have went two or three. Whatever it was, he mm. won the game with the last second shot. And I remember being, like, at a bar somewhere. Uh-huh. And like I said, it was one I of know those that moments, game. like, okay. you're hugging fucking strangers. Like, this fucking guy Okay, this is the game. And this is going to blow your mind because a lot of people don't talk about this. But that game clinched the division for them That's, I and the gave point. them the number one seed. That's what it was. On. So they would have not have had the home court against uh, the Sacramento Kings oh, that they okay. needed to end up winning the title. 
nice. that year. That was important. So it was very important yeah. that he made that shot. Yeah. So because he made it, they were the number one seed. So think about that. And then he was on the bench because, again, Shaq fouled out because it went to, like, OT or whatever. And he told everybody, I'm fucking making this. We're getting out of here. And we're celebrating the division oh, championship. Yeah. That's the one. And then he fucking makes it, and they're out. Yeah. And that's how you do it, man. That's and sick. That's man. why he's that's our guy. That's one of my like, favorite Kobe memories. Yeah, that was one I of my favorite. I didn't get the actual, like, year, so I could talk about it. And then uh, another thing we're talking about, like, how it relates to us. My 21st birthday, so the day after, was uh, January. So my birthday January 13th. On January 14th, well, shout out to Snake. Took me for my 21st birthday. 56 points in three quarters, my guy. This no fool had 56 and three quarters. And that, at the time, was his career high. At the time. And he did it in three what quarters. They, play they played against the Dallas Mavericks. I thought that was... No, they played against Memphis Grizzlies. I'm sorry. They played no, against Memphis played, so He scored something crazy against the Mavericks. Six, though, right? 65. 65 in three quarters. <laughs> yeah. So I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was against the Mavericks. But this one was against the, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. And there's just countless times. I just mm-hmm. remember him. And it might not even be a 40-point game. Mm-hmm. It might have been a 28-point game or whatever. Just like seeing him go crazy at the end of the game. To get them the dub. Like, oh, yeah. Just like hitting big Or do the smart player. Do some, and, and the smart play, when you think about it, Against the Blazers on Love. that comeback. Pippen's guarding him one-on-one. Everyone yeah. thinks, oh, here goes Kobe. Iso ball. Makes eye contact with Shaq. The lob goes up. Yeah. And then Shaq starts pointing. Now, that image, when, when I think of Shaq, that's the image I think about. It's him just pointing up. Yeah. And it's like, we're going to do it, dude. Because he had told his son. His son was in the suite. He's like, we're going to do it. We're going to get a ring. We're going to do it. We're going to get a ring. So when he after he oh, made he that, son? after that, he's pointing to his son. Is what he pointed out. But everyone thinks that he's pointing up to the championship banners. But he's actually pointing up to his son, though. I never even inquired. And mm. I think at that point, I was always like, hey, give me Kobe some love. That's what gave me the fucking thing. He kind of dissed Yeah, because he kind of dissed on the fucking yeah. thing. But he's doing for the point, though, to his son, though. Uh, so I that's know. why. Now, now I feel better about it. Maybe we're on to something. Maybe he really was pointing, but he tried to make it better. Because, you know. Yeah, he wanted to diss on Kobe. But did you ever think, though, I mean, obviously, they won those chips. And then it went to Drama City. I always thought, like, nah, this is never going to get squashed. Especially the way Kobe kept coming hard at him, yeah. saying, now I got five. And all I know is I got one more than Shaq and saying yeah, all that the whole stuff. Fuck Kobe had my ass. Too. Yeah. It got bad for a while. So to think that now, bro, that they, you know, best of friends again, like cool with each other. I don't think I did it like uh, yesterday. He's like, yeah, I mean, I haven't talked to him since since the, the ceremony. Mm. Since his like, uh, oh, mm. no, since his 60-point game. And I'm mm. like, it's been a, that's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think he said I haven't seen him. Seen him. Seen him. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's talked to him, but he hasn't like kicked seen it with him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it's funny though, because when that when when they go to the last time out, like Kobe's like laughing with everybody and like uh, they know they're gonna win already. That's why. Yeah. And and uh, Shaq whispers in his he ear, says "You're up. a bad motherfucker." He tells he him, dude. He? Yeah, he tells him that. And to me, dude, that's why I I I wanted when I saw him to say, "You scored 81 points in the game," because that was me telling him, "Like you're, you're a fucking bad motherfucker, bro." And I just fucking want you to know that I fucking know that. Yeah, like yeah. that's why I wanted to tell him that when I saw him. Because I didn't want to just tell him that. I wanted to do it like in that kind of way. Yeah. To, to let him know like that's what it was about. But I didn't tell him that. I started talking about Magic Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, man. At least you had the interaction. Maybe like, like he hugged me so tight he thought I was retarded or something like hey, that. Like, okay. You all right, my brother? It's 2009, my guy. I'm talking about Magic Johnson. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, we, we know. We know. We know. Um, yeah. I saw it. I, I really wish I would have got to meet him, man. So you're you're lucky in that aspect. And you got a picture? Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. You should have no regrets about that. <laughs> yeah, happy. no, no, no. Like I said, the only thing that I see now is, 
you know, you know. And it came out good too. Yeah. I guarantee oh. if I get the picture, I'm all like, <laughs> no, 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 because no, bro, I'm telling you, you're so happy, bro. It's like you just blew a nut. Like, like, <laughs> you're just so happy, bro. I know, I like, the funny thing is, bro, and I don't want to like tie that in too because I was there for like wedding prep, but like that's how you feel. I felt on my wedding day, like you're so happy, like the smile just, doesn't yeah. come off your face. You're smiling the whole time. Yeah. Seeing everybody you like, having a good time, like enjoying all those emotions, like that's the smile that this fool gave me, like pure joy because he just like brought it in for the real thing and tell me like he looked at me and i remember turning around the camera like fucking kobe's my homie like that's like you know what i'm saying like he made me feel that way so um i think we're gonna have the homie chess though come come through right speaking of someone that that, that has dealt yeah, with kobe and knows a lot of personal interaction with him his daughters played on the mamba mamba squad for the soccer uh soccer when they were when his daughters were into soccer at the time and so he has a lot of personal stories, a lot of good pictures and stuff. So we're going to get him on here, maybe to share a couple stories, maybe share his feelings about Coaster. Actually, if anyone else wants to come, come and chime in, want to chime in, we you can feel free to. We have the phone lines open at 909-323-2626. I'm going to give you that one more time just in case you didn't get it. That's 909-323-2626. <laughs> you sound so sexy with that. <laughs> oh, we're cooking. Oh, so we're, so we'll, take a quick, we'll take a quick break right now, that Vanessa, and then uh, after that, we'll come back with the homie Chez. And uh, we'll tell some quick stories with them. We'll go do a little back and forth with them. We'll have some closing thoughts. We're probably not going to talk about the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll give you a pick uh, as we close yeah. it up. But we don't really care. There, there might be a game on Sunday. We don't know. Don't it's all know. about Cope. It's all about the 2-4. It's all about 8. It's all about the people that, you know, passed away. It's just about us having a good time, remembering a, a beautiful life. And so we'll come back in, in hour number two, and we'll, we'll touch on all that stuff. We'll be back. What up? Welcome back to the one and only takeover show with the boys, Josh G, A to the J. And with us right now, we have a special, special guest. He goes by the name of Chez. Joins us today because he has one of the boys, I should say, that has met Kobe multiple times, hung out with Kobe. And uh, we just wanted to kind of get his vibe and and, and see what, what people that kind of knew him, people that knew his daughter. We You know, we wanted we wanted that authentic from the heart person to come in and, and join us today. And he's actually been a really good friend of ages for a really long time. They've been boys. They've been to so many games together, hung out together. The kids grow up together. So, you know, that's that's AJ's family. So, obviously, he's AJ's family. He's my family. And so, we're really happy to have him here today. Hey, hi, Chess. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wanted to try to uh, get some behind-the-scenes uh, input on Kobe. I know a lot of people see you know, him out there with his daughters and, you know, the haters will hate. So a lot of people don't know how genuine it is. So that's why I wanted to ask you, like, you know, you've been there. You've seen him do certain things with his kids that uh, that no one else has. So anything uh, that sticks out in your head as far as uh, memories? Yeah, let's talk to the mic. First of all, man, I want to say congratulations on the show. Oh, hey, thanks, man. Thank I appreciate you. you. Big fan, uh, Chessies. I actually hooked up to Josh when <laughs> yeah. we went to Our Lady of Miraculous Medal. Oh, back in the day, day. <laughs> Wow, we're going old you, school. You inspired me to travel for that team. Well, that's not Josh is good at basketball. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I said. That's <laughs> the jumper was wet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 I did have that. You, you still like the Well, they probably thought I was hanging out with the priest, that's why, you know what I'm saying? So they just let the shit slide. Yeah, who won the left side? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, explain. that's how you get away. You show the ropes. I'm sure the ropes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, but thank you, thank you for the kind words, brother. Appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. You guys 
so actually you and, and your boys are the first ones to call him shady because all of all of us, the older guys, everyone he was AJ to everybody. But then with you guys, he that's when he became shady. Oh, you know, dog, I got sick flows, dog. I got sick flows, so it's like parallel again. That's a whole different story. That goes to Cancun when the shady came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to delete that video. That's one of the videos I can't make the cut. Nah, nice. I was like, yeah. But yeah, I'm glad to be on. I'm glad to watch you guys. I've been following you guys Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, uh, Shout out to everybody on Instagram Live. Hey, what up? We see you waving. We're waving back. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And, and the reason why we, I wanted to bring that up is because when when we come, when we do the takeover, it's everybody being themselves, everyone being real. So we want to show you that we bring in our real guys, one of our brothers, one yeah. of our guys that we know for a long time, to let you guys know and let you guys inside a little bit. So just want just let everybody know how it came to be, how you got to know him, and then maybe. You know, just let us know what it was like. Yeah, I, I, it was a blessing, um, however you want to call it. I came across the Bryant's family, shoot, I want to say about seven and a half years ago or something like that. Um, my daughter played on his daughter's soccer team, which was the Mambas. And how'd your daughter yeah, get, get a feeling? How did they get there? Because yeah. well, that seems like, yeah, exactly, it seems where we come from. I know you guys have matches on the same street, but... <laughs> well, you know, a... kind of like the way it really came about was... Um, I used, I, used, I used to coach for 13 years baseball, mm, mm-hmm. and I guess it it really, really comes about with was kind of that brought Kobe and I and our family together was I was uh, for the kids I was putting in my time mm-hmm. I worked for the kids um, this little kid I used to coach uh, I want to say it was the Padres his name was Diego mm-hmm. his sister uh, Yamili mm-hmm. was actually um, they were they were trying to build the the first uh, Mamba team not the first but the first mm-hmm. of that age group okay his eldest daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, was actually on a team already, and they were trying to establish for Gigi, mm-hmm. for Gianna. Mm-hmm. And so that was all coming to grips, and I know I was a really good coach, and I, I think it was because the day that they asked, ironically, mm-hmm. um, the little kid was pitching for me. I seen him have a nosebleed. Mm-hmm. I called time, ran out there, nobody seen, and I did the whole, uh, put mm-hmm. my own shirt, my own shirt on his mm-hmm. nose, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And So you for, showed to everybody that you cared. That yeah, you, I cared, mm-hmm. and, and, and forget my shirts, and then I did the, the real quick front back, but then you're supposed to hold them. With, mm-hmm. so they could beat out whatever whatnot but i just i guess that was just formal and that was just kind of like the breaking point because they would always see my daughters playing in, on the side in the mm-hmm. cut and they were mm-hmm. talented but we we're just ayso and yeah and girls being girls that's at the time so they said would you like to come try out mm-hmm. for this team mm-hmm. and my wife took them my mm-hmm. wife took them first mm-hmm. she's a trooper wouldn't be where i'm at Without my wife, just want to say Everyone, shout out to Priscilla. Speaking for everybody. For everybody, for all of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, and that's great, pretty crazy because uh, once they got onto the team and it was my turn to go out and mm-hmm. meet them, I see the black range in the back in the cut. Yeah, and that's what I said. He rolled up with the range yeah. and I saw him too. On the court. I mean, on the, like, the field was right there. He had his own special VIP. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm over there throwing spirals to my son, little Chaz. Spiral. I'm like, go hey, like, go do, so extra deep. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm some, some people do the 30 yard out. We're doing the 60 yard out today. I know Cokes. that. All spirals. Yeah. Just and, so you know. Yeah, and and you know I'm doing my thing. You know, what I mean, I know he's watching, but uh-huh. and what was crazy uh, because you know, Shady, Shady and I, we have the privilege of living in LA. Of uh-huh. we know like probably like 30 professional. Players, mm-hmm. I mean, even with the whole kicking with De La Hoya and that time when we were with mm-hmm. Magic Johnson and Chauncey Phillips. So basically, it's like a living in LA, we're, we're pretty blessed to cross paths with yes, a lot exactly, of individuals. Yeah, exactly. So I'm never really starstruck yeah, ever, never, yeah. until this moment when my <laughs> yeah. wife says, uh, Come on, I want you, I want you to meet him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, No. So your wife already had met him? She had met him. Okay, yes. okay. She already had met him. We were already 
onto the team and uh, uh-huh. it was my turn to meet him. Uh-huh. And that's how I knew I was starstruck because I was like, no, I don't want him. I'm like, running away. <laughs> I didn't want him, bro. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm never like that with anyone. Like, nah. Like, nah. And uh-huh. I guess that's why, especially some of my long list of people, important people that I know, celebrities or whatnot, this one was different. This mm-hmm. was like our Jordan. This was just like, you know, my my hero. My I didn't want to do it. That was the only mm-hmm. difference for me mm-hmm. that I noticed at that time. Met him, crushed my hand. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, you know, yeah, sorry, I was yeah, just like, yeah. crushed my hand completely. Yeah. You know, like he just is his presence and what do you say? I'll see you over there throwing those nice tight spirals. You <laughs> oh, know what no! I mean? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So so it was cool. It was a it was a pleasure. I was starstruck. But as the years went on, man, um, excuse me. Dude, the Bryants, his whole family, mm. um, just so generous, down to earth people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, dude, like, so many normal, conversations. Right? So normal? normal, normal people just want to be there for their family, and, mm-hmm. and the only unnormality of it is you just got people coming up to you every five <laughs> seconds saying, yeah. hey, "Can I have this?" And then, can I have like, that? you don't want to be that guy neither, right? Like, no, you don't never want to be was. that guy because he's like on the yeah. team with your daughter. You're not trying to embarrass your daughter exactly. or whatever. You're just trying to be cool, but yeah. so bad. How bad did you want to go up to him? Like, yo, Cole, let's talk about fucking game seven. Let's talk about this. Like, um, how, how hard was that? That was actually, that came to play, I guess, once the relationship was established mm-hmm. and built, uh-huh. and we built our rapport with each mm-hmm. other. And then I found myself where he just comes sit next to me. Yeah. Right in the soccer games. You know I mean, we, yeah. were, we were doing the soccer at Chronicles. You know how that yeah. goes. Yeah. Two practices during the week. Uh, two three games in the week, so I, I spent like mm. you know what I mean. I want to say like five days in a row consistently over. So like I'm six I'm years. A, I'm gonna throw something out there, and you could say true or false to this. But if Kobe Bryant is sitting next to you watching a soccer game, and your daughter's on the team, your daughter must fucking ball, my guy. Oh, I went to a <laughs> recent, so, to a game. I mean, because Kobe Bryant ain't sitting next to some fucking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Some jump in my book, you know what I'm saying? So hey. I, I, I just true or false, your daughter was balling. Balling. <laughs> and you know what? He was uh, the first to let me know. Yeah. And that was kind of crazy because it's game recognized game. I mean, yeah, game recognized game. Uh-huh. And I had I had the privilege of seeing a lot of playoff games, mm. maybe like six finals mm. all cluttered in there. Mm. And I'm we're always the ones rooting for him. Yeah. And that was kind of the ironic, wow. crazy turning yeah. point to see him root for my daughter. That's I say, man, she's fearless. Uh-huh. She's fearless. And you know what? Uh-huh. It's just like like dude, yeah, that's crazy. You know, like that was like just that's Took some little bit of getting used to, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, wow, like how crazy is this, you know? And you're kind of like, you think so? Like, yeah, like you know, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I would be saying. Like, really like I'd be nervous. Like, like, really, bro? You really think that? Like, like he would go to hit me, and you see the way when he goes to hit her, yeah. everybody's all ready to block. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> they know he's gonna just check their core right away. So that's why you're doing some extra fucking reps. At the time, <laughs> like you know, at the time, it, it just, uh <laughs> dude. If, if we, like I said, that like, whole mamba mentality, that whole uh, his work ethic, practice oh. before the practice and after the practice. Once, once we could implement that to our everyday lives, uh-huh. there's, there's no losing that. So let me ask you this question then. So obviously your daughter's on the team. Does she develop a what kind of friendship is it between her and, and, and Gigi? Then how does that how does that come into play? It, it was it was pretty crazy because I actually had two of my daughters on the team. Oh okay. And uh, and, and as you so know, you're not paying for college then. You're cool then, right? <laughs> well, yeah. we have a lot of one of the pops. Yeah, I think you got two kids playing on the mama team, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, we had little fundraisers. We had a lot of a lot of help with. You mean Priscilla's family is such a big family, and huh. and and always they they get it done one way or another, and and that's something like family. That's what yeah. the whole base thing is, and and I, that's kind of like we're me and Cole. Kind of, uh, I guess now that I think about it, right now, mm. kind of can uh, 
you know, share that same thing because that's the way Vanessa's family is. She's got a real good support system around her, mm-hmm. a lot of family, and you know, they're, they're Latina, Mexican, mm-hmm. and yeah, and you know what I mean. So, so we can, and I mean, other than the fact that he speaks uh, better Spanish and Italian than I do, and I'm Mexican, Italian, <laughs> exactly. but, but, but yeah, but you but show up, I'll be like, oh, what's up? but like, dude, it, it got to the point, G, where mm. him and I were like this. Bro. Yeah. My daughter's had a special handshake uh-huh. with him, and uh-huh. before uh-huh. I want to go any further, my daughter actually. Um, she plays for sure. She's a freshman on varsity, starting varsity. Mm-hmm. I seen the Charity game. Shout out, to her. Shout out to her. And she made a billboard. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Um, Gigi, number two. Kobe, mm-hmm. 24. And then also painted. Mm-hmm. Um, which was... I, Did she know her too? Well, she came into the mom, but like towards the end. Okay. Before the team actually broke up. Because Kobe kind of was like uh, throwing soccer on his daughters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Throwing his dream. With his yeah. Yeah, because he started off in Italy playing yeah. soccer. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And he always wanted to play soccer. Until actually when he retired, I don't know if you guys know this, but or Barcelona offered him $100 million to come play for a year. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, he said, uh, like, I enjoy watching you guys win. I want to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, like, like uh, he was I thought kinda, that was a rumor. I thought that was like... No, he told me straight out of his mouth. Oh, shit. I've heard stuff from the legend's mouth plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'll tell you one thing, when I first, when he was still in the league, mm. and he said, nah, I'm coming back and we're going to win this. When you hear it from the legend's mouth himself, yeah. you believe him. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. going to, the Lakers are going to be rattled again. Mm. They're going to win one, you mm. know? Just and, take it to the, the babies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard Kobe tell me that. Like, oh, hey, right then and there, mm. I know. Huh? Oh. But yeah, yeah, just like, you know, dude, he, he, was an, he was a human being at the end mm. of the day. And that's what's so crazy. But that's the thing he, he wanted, though, to connect with, with guys like, you know, I'm sure other guys. He wanted to yes. motivate the little girls out there as well. So, but was he, he, was he like a regular soccer dad? Like, was he like, no, like, you know, like, when I, whenever I would like help coach for my daughter when she would play when she was younger. I found myself being, you know, sometimes you get a little too into it. Yeah. You, know, you become John and you're like, hey, you, get, you start yelling at your kid. Hey, is he like normal up. like that? Or like, would he like, be like, hey, hustle or, you know, shit like that? Or is he just kind of standoff because he was Kobe and he just didn't say much? Well, if you know Kobe, <laughs> that's if, really if he liked you, he told you. If he yeah. didn't like you, he told you. Yeah. And that's kind of the way he was about his everyday life. And mm-hmm. if, and without being insulting and still staying, staying with the most demeanor and professionalism and and yeah, he, he, he'll tell you in a respectful way, I guess. So let's just say his daughter made a mistake, made a penalty. Would he be like, "Hey, yo, come on, we can't be fucking doing that shit"? Or would you? Yeah, not your daughter. I'm saying his daughter. Was yeah. he was he hard on his daughter? Or he was just kind of like more supportive. You know, uh, I want to say behind the scenes, hard as fuck. That's mm-hmm. what I would believe. Because mm-hmm. I'd ask him. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. when you guys like play basketball mm-hmm. on your own, this and that. I go, do you let, try and let them? Mm-hmm. Never. You know? <laughs> and you know what's crazy? I just found out because I was sharing. Um, you know, our favorite Kobe moments within the family and this mm. and that. And I asked my son Giovanni, which was, a, he was a lot younger at the time. Mm. I go, what's your moment? He's all, well, when Diego and I, the son, actually, no, actually Diego's little brother, mm. which is more like um, a little bit younger. He said, oh, we, we went and played basketball with Kobe at one of the practices. Mm-hmm. I go, well, what happened? He's all, oh, he won us big time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he didn't show that. I go, did he even miss a shot? He's all, I don't think so. You know, but I yeah. just found out that out. I want to say yesterday. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Diego. Giovanni. Uh, Diego's... Uh... So while you were, like, watching a the practice, there was a, a battle. Yeah, yeah. There, or my right? wife was there. Something yeah. something yeah. or whatnot. Yeah. They were in the cut doing their thing. Because the uh-huh. practice go for, like, two hours. Yeah, and exactly. most respect, like... That's why I would say, like, like Kobe, whoever he had... Like, the coach he had running the practice was one of the most outstanding, best coaches, mm-hmm. ex Brazilian player. The way that you should coach a game when you're watching this guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just know, knowing you the way we, we, we kind of know you a little bit and the way you are, like... What's the conversations been with when you talk to your daughter? I mean, how is she feeling right now? They don't think it's fair. It's mm-hmm. just not fair. And they're devastated. 
Mm. And like I said, when she made the poster yesterday and I took the Mamba sweater and she had a rose right there and then mm. they passed her the ball first. She held it for 24 seconds. She cried. Another daughter on Monday, we had to pull her out of school. Mm. They know, they, they know Gianna. Like mm. we watched her grow up since they were about five to, I want to say about 12, you know, mm-hmm. around that aspect. And, and, you know, like it was right after when he, when he won his Oscar and stuff, or mm. Grammy, whatever, whichever one it's called. Um, mm. um, that's, that's like kind of when the girls said, I want to play basketball. Mm. And his eldest, I'm gonna play volleyball. Mm-hmm. So that's when the whole uh, Mamba team kind of mm-hmm. separated or mm-hmm. whatnot. And um, yeah, man. And, but and they I, played with with Gigi, right? Not not with Gigi. Not yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like going looking back. I just find so many yeah. memories of them, mm-hmm. like like a, a long list. And for a guy that never really asked for a picture or mm-hmm. I didn't ask for shoes, he gave them to me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so, how was the day when he when he when he gave you some shoes? What was that? What was that all about? Um, we were having an interesting, interesting con- conversation, mm. and that was the day I actually inspired him. Okay. Basically, okay. Mm-hmm. I had an idea. I don't want to say exactly what it is, and involves shoes. And he started elaborating on, it. Mm-hmm. and he was pumped about it. Mm-hmm. And I had told him, um, I don't know if it was before, or after, during, but it was that day. I go, oh, those are dope right there. I go, and it was close to Christmas. I go. I'm gonna tell my wife to give me those for Christmas. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right. He's like, what size are you? I go, what size said. Mm-hmm. Got nothing of it. He's like, all right, all right. So it was a double header. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to South Coast Plaza, had incredible dinner. You know, they come bring the balloons and all that. And we're in with kids and they're doing, having fun. So we mm-hmm. go back. I see Kobe, about 20 people around him. Mm-hmm. I'm walking by in the cut, like, I'm gonna try not to bother him. You know, I mean, I give him his space and his respect. Mm-hmm. If anybody raise up, then I gotta, you know, <laughs> you know that's you go. Yeah. He looks at me, he goes, HS. He mm-hmm. looks back at me. I do it like that because that's the way I was walking. Mm. I go, what's up? And he gave me the look with the wink and the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. And by the tree itself was the bag. Mm. I go, no fucking way. Mm. I went straight to give him a hook first before I grabbed the shoes. Mm-hmm. Grab the shoes and everybody's looking at me like, who the fuck's this guy? Walked off with my <laughs> shoes, bro. And that's crazy because that's something that was a special moment. Yeah. It's a very special moment. Yeah. Especially watching him. If you come up to him, he'll shake your hand. You thank him for his 20 years like a regular human being. But most people, like, from now nah, I get it, man. Mm-hmm. Most, people, most people want to go, oh, where's, I got, where's, the, where's the picture? Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. dog, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. yeah, if you really I, if you really love the motherfucker, you'll tell him thank you. And just that's not enough just to Keep shake his hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people ask me, did you get the shoe signed? I go, no. No. I know he gave them to me. You know okay. what I did? Mm-hmm. I wore them the next fucking day. Mm. And he was wearing the same shoes, and he's looking at me like, "Cause that's what I was with my Jordan. I wear all my Jordans and shit, you know. What yeah, I mean? uh, fuck saving shit and all that. Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, I still have them, but I never got them signed to this day. Mm-hmm. I know he gave them to me. You yeah. see me wearing my. That's that's the type of relationship. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all yeah. You, know. you know what I mean. And and that probably just solidified like, mm-hmm. and that's probably what he enjoyed about me too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know. I definitely know that Priscilla and I's family or- orientation structure rubbed off on him. Yeah, you know he he ended up having Bianca Bella, ironically like my daughter's middle name, and they probably like if they could do it, like let's just go for it, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like let's just spread our love and 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 you know what I mean, and also with 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 that being said, like dude, like like you know like I guess I must I gotta dig deep and get that work ethic and all that, but there's some reason why all that yeah, exactly. the stars interlined and all that, and, yeah, or maybe just for your daughter, you know, maybe that's gonna inspire yeah, exactly. her with it with you know coming up on a yeah. A possible career or something like that. Maybe she remembers those days and then, you know, she makes it and, 
you know, takes care of pops, takes care of mom, you know, <laughs> takes care of her family. Yeah. Like that's that that could be that way too. Yeah, and she's well worth it. And not mm. not just that, even if it it's just one less scholarship because <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some else away, I gotta do it. Yeah, 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 exactly, bro. And so. that's crazy because like when when he had his firstborn, that's when the little child was born. Mm. Then uh, when he had his second daughter, that's mm. when my daughter was born. Two of them, like right mm. in that span. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I went and had more kids. But <laughs> after that, when he yeah. had when he had Bianca, a month later, that's when I had. Uh, Amaya, Gia. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and like you know, like like it was like he's like, oh, we got a whole nother Mamba, you know, we got a whole <laughs> yeah. other Mamba team going, and the coach uh, actually, the yeah. coaches had a daughter yeah. too as well. Exactly. So like, I really believe like all that. Yeah, yeah. And I always knew that one day like I'd see him again, and not and like you know what I mean, no mm -hmm. hesitant. Like all mm -hmm. I do is yell his name, and he'll come because that's that's what kind of what he liked about me, just that I kept it real. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I mess with him, I'm like, you you went to the problem with Brandy, he's like, fuck out of here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. I could just ask him yeah. whatever I wanted to ask him. Yeah. About the referees, about the the you know what I mean the whole mm -hmm. mob thing with the refs and all mm -hmm. that. He would tell me the truth. I'll be like, mm -hmm. is it true that your dad tied your hand around your back, your right hand, so you could learn lefty? He's like, nah, that ain't true. But I did eat lefty, right? Mm -hmm. Like try to write lefty, um, what do you call it? But Steve lefty, you know what I mean? Like uh, you just gotta take up the work ethic. Yeah. And that's that's really what it's all about, man. And I think I think us at, at at this age that that we're at, like that's what we respect the most. Because when we were his age and he was working his ass off for the Lakers, like me and AJ talked about earlier, we're trying to have a good time, bro. We're trying to, you know, whatever. And then maybe yeah. you have a kid young and oh shit, now I gotta do this, now I gotta do that. And it's like nothing was gonna stop him from doing his thing. But to us, like we let shit get in the way, and maybe we didn't accomplish what we want to accomplish. So we admire that work ethic so yeah, much because he, he fucking did it. Did it. Yeah. No matter what. He was going to be who he was going to be. And that's what kind of makes me sad now is because as we're getting older, he still had the rest of his life to live. Like he was NBA star already. And now he just wanted to be dad, like the way we mm -hmm. want to be dad. A great one too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that, yeah. and that's, and that sucks, dude. And then he wanted to be, he already won an Oscar. Like there was no doubt in my mind that Kobe Bryant was going to prove to everybody, like, you thought I was a bad motherfucker on the basketball court? Oh, yeah. Check me out when now, I'm done. Yeah. And yeah. I think, did he, I know he probably told you something like that. I have to assume since you guys are fathers. Yeah, of course. And and you know what? Like, uh, I don't think we've seen, of course, we'll never see the last one, but I think there's a little bits of surprises going to pop out of here and there. And mm. not only that, um, I feel like God has a plan for all of us, you know? Mm. And once we find the positive of those plans believe them to the fullest and i know heaven would not be heaven without gianna walking him through the gates you know like mm -hmm. us as parents we would never want mm -hmm. our kids to die with us mm -hmm. but we would definitely want to die with our kids like yeah. you know i mean we jump mm -hmm. in you know i mean that's just it's just crazy you know we don't god you know it, it's it's mysterious ways with god and everything but i do know that god has a plan and i do know that like like okay like lately yeah we've just been embracing and spending the time with our loved ones mm -hmm. but when when the morning period for us, we believe, is over, we have to call ourselves out to bring up that work ethic every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we didn't accomplish a lot of shit in the past, but there definitely is a future. Mm -hmm. And when we apply that Monday men mentality, mm -hmm. that work ethic, that practice for practice, that organization, like I just read something earlier when he was saying with, with Iverson, he, they hooked up, whatever. He's all, what are you going to do later on? Iverson said he's going to go to the club. Kobe mm -hmm. said he's going to the gym. Like, mm -hmm. it's about the work. When, like, mm -hmm. like Big Sean says, when you put the work in, it shows. You know, you put the work in the shows, man. Mm. And that's something that we can still pick up to mm. this day. And I think that's why so many of us appreciate him is because, like, we saw the talent. But not only did he leave us with all the fucking highlights that you can say, oh, Kobe best dunks, you can see all that. 
But he left us that mentality and that mindset. Yeah, and that's, and that's, that's what we're from Jordan. Like, and, we mm-hmm. can look at Jordan and be like, oh, that ain't bad. Like, I'm mm-hmm. inspired by what he did on the court. But mm-hmm. this fool was thinking at another level. He was more like, mm-hmm. like you said, he gave a whole mentality to a whole and, city. Like, and, and another thing, and, and I don't, not fucking giving up. Yeah, and I don't want to bash Jordan, but it's like, LeBron James idolizes you, bro. Acknowledge the motherfucking kid one time, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that, where Kobe, you look at so many players right now, they want to wear his number. He's taking them all under Zeke. He went to the when he was on those dream teams, and he was talking to D Wade, he was talking to LeBron when they were young. Like they all looked up to him, and it's like I, that's why I don't. When 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 I use the word goat, like to me, goat means like okay, you balled on and off the court. Yeah. And to me, Jordan, I mean, like I said, we just talked about a little bit earlier. Like he don't chime in on stuff. He don't say nothing. He don't give back to like those young guys. All he cares about. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick. He's selling the fucking Jordans, everybody, which we love and which we respect, and I always re- respect his game. But even in his Hall of Fame speech, he's bashing everybody, talking yeah. shit about everybody. Kobe would have went up there, bro, and fucking killed it. Oh heck yeah! And, and I hope sucks, and I hope right? they get I'm not somebody. Be able to see his Hall of Fame. I don't know who's gonna do the Hall of Fame speech or or, or how that's even gonna work, but. I mean, they got to get somebody like, Ooh. I don't know, man. Like, I don't think I, live up to it. I don't, we got to get a fuck. Well, it's got to be someone real as fuck. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, you know I what I mean? And somebody like, like. Mm, they got to get you, bro. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you know, I wing it. I wing it. When, when my dad passed, I went up there. I winged yeah. it. Right now, I'm winging it. But you know what? That's where Kobe and I uh-huh. pick. Uh-huh. Real motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. You so know what, what I'm saying? What is your... Uh, you know, just to get on a, a more positive note. What is, what is your you favorite? Um, mm. Yeah, we could cuss. Yeah, you can say, say, fuck. Say, say what the fuck you want. <laughs> you say whatever you want, bro. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite Kobe moment that pops out in your head right now? Like, as far as on the court. Like, uh, something that the first thing you think, like, that was fucking that moment. I was just okay. going nuts. And I'm sorry. I don't want to get deep or nothing. But I just want to clarify that how special he was idolized on the court. Like, that really has not really mm-hmm. kind of engaged to mean what he means to me as a person in the family. Oh, so, yeah. that with that being said... On the court, uh, the latest one. Okay, we watched his his, his last game, the cool. last game, and, and, and the yeah. mama out and all that. And I like how mm. mama took that whole mama. But you know what though? Um, I would have to say every every fucking game when he shot six air, air balls back in the day or whatever it was. <laughs> every time because Kobe gave it his all every fucking time, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was greatness. So I guess every time he played, brother, is mm. what I gotta say because you knew we were getting all of Kobe that day, whatever it was, wherever mm-hmm. he was going through physically, mentally. You know what I mean? Um, whether we know with Michael Jordan back in the day, if he really had the flu that day or if it was more like, you know, whatever, whatever. And that was his moment. Why are we bashing Jordan all hard? I'm not bashing No, you know what? You know what it is? And it kind of goes ties in with Kobe. Like, okay, you're an NBA player. Cool. Okay. Do you practice before practice and after practice? Like, 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 that's who Kobe was. Um, and we, that's who I am as a father. And he mm-hmm. taught me one time, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. And I was over here preaching and shit without even mm-hmm. looking at both definitions. And I actually <laughs> figured out what he meant by that by looking at both de- definitions. And, and what I found out, to, what it meant for me was, me the most realist motherfucker, my kids are good. Mm. My kids are awesome. My kids are good. They're, you know what I mean? They're good. But I'm being ignorant to the fact that that's not good enough for, for, for my standards. I strive for greatness. Mm. I haven't had the whole work ethic and the implement, but that's who that's where I strive for greatness. Mm-hmm. And my kids can be great and they will be great, but I have to be great mm. for them. Set the tone yeah. and Set divide the, tone. the time equally. Mm. And, and it's a lot of a lot of preparation. And and that's mm. where I called myself out on he I he I called myself out on that that mm. just because my kids are good and stuff is good and that's not good enough, bro. Mm. If that was my ceiling, that was my pet all, then cool. Mm. But it's not. Mm. And they can be great and will be great, but I have to be great for them. You, and, you feel me? Yeah, no, for sure. And and like you said, 
the the one thing I do want to touch upon though is um a lot of teams right now a lot of people are taking like the twenty four second violation changing their numbers like what do you think a bigger tribute should happen? Do you think they should retire his number, change the logo? I mean they're talking a lot of things here. I want to know how you guys really feel about that. Is it are we all caught up in the moment or should this really happen? I wouldn't mind them changing the logo. Uh, I mean, I mean who else? The only other logo would have a grip with it. If they changed it to Kobe. I mean, I, I mean, mean, obviously, we're not. Yeah. said Jordan might be, you know, the greatest of all time, but he's not going to sell that logo, Jordan logo. Yeah, the Dexter like, the Jordan logo is on sneakers. Yeah. It ain't on the NBA. And so that's why I think, and then also the tie-in with Jerry West. Jerry West yeah. is the current logo right now, and he's the one that got Kobe into, this, into the Lakers and maybe got Kobe to where he's at today because he was able to be on the Lakers. And, and I like, think he, I think Kobe is what Jerry West was to the NBA at that time. Like Jerry, mm-hmm. everyone loved Jerry West. Like, every, like you know, all Mr. The Clutch. Guys, they yeah. call him Mr. Clutch. Yeah, I mean, that's why he ended up being the logo because he was just such a a gold, a gold standard for what it was to be an NBA player on and off the court. You know, mm-hmm. so it would almost be a perfect passing of the torch. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll do it. I don't know if they'll do it's it either. Lot, but it's probably. I definitely wouldn't have a problem with it. What, what is it that we're asking? It changes <laughs> the logo. Change the logo. Of the NBA. Oh, because that's Jerry West. Yeah, yeah. Jerry West. Right. The logo now. Is Jerry West. But we're talking. There's, changing there's, it to a lot Kobe. Of people are saying that we changed to Kobe. It's not like a personally. Personally, like like okay, like like Kobe tweeted out. Thank you for keeping the game moving the game forward. Let me mm. keep the game moving forward for LeBron. Personally, I don't think Kobe would want that. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's my take. That's mm-hmm. Jerry West's thing. That's his thing. Yeah, because he had a lot of respect for Jerry West. How about the NBA establishing a Kobe Foundation and youth, um, something where they could go well, much actually, bigger? Yeah, there, than... there is something. There's the Mamba Foundation. Actually, Vanessa actually broke her silence today. Yeah, and she uh, put out an Instagram post, <clears> and there's a, a couple of links that they she wants you to hit on. Mm-hmm. One being the, the foundation for the people that were lost on families. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, another one they, she put yeah. out if you want to help Mamba Sports continue. She yeah. put another link. So. They're trying to do that, and you guys think she really wrote that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, she wrote. Uh, I actually had it, but um, I wanted to read a little piece of it. Actually, she had some pretty sad stuff to say about it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure she she gets most of the message down, and someone comes in, and they, they she approved it. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, because yeah. I know she, I know she can get a sentence on. Yeah, exactly. Off. So, I mean, I'm sure it's taken a few days, obviously, and and you know, yeah. we've all we've all had loss, like, and 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 this is another thing that I thought about that day. Is like, and you, you have a wife and you have kids too. I just think to myself, like, what if me and my daughter's got to go here, and you, me and my other daughter, got to go there, and we come back home, and you never make it back home. Like yeah. that to me, when I was with my family that day, like that just hit me hard. Like, there's a lot of times, and and, and you know what I'm saying, where your daughter's got to take this, you know, your wife's got to take them. Yeah. Imagine them not coming home. I yeah. couldn't. That's just imagine like. That. And then that's a that's uh I think they're even sadly sadly they're even conscious of that because I think they made a pact never to yeah. go on the same chopper or whatever. Yeah. And that's crazy. I don't know if that's true or not, mm-hmm. but I do know that I did see them on the same chopper multiple occasions. Oh know? really? Yeah. So I don't know if later on down the line or mm-hmm. whatnot. Or yeah, maybe after that, yeah, or... the last kids are like, hey, yeah, yeah, who knows? Much to lose here. Yeah, or yeah. maybe, or maybe they probably would, or maybe they went on one. It was a real rough ride, and they're like, all right, let's not. Yeah, do this. never like, again. Maybe yeah. they had talked about it, and it's like, no, nah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's funny because one time I went on a flight, and there was a dude sitting by himself, and he sat next to me, and I would restart talking, and he told me that you know he was on his way, and his wife was going to meet him there. I was like, oh, what she has things to do? She's like, no, we have kids, and if we ever go on a trip together, we don't go on the same airplane. And I was like, that's a fucking pretty good idea, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's a little crazy, but when you really think about it, like you love your kids so much. That if both of you go out together, yeah, like sometimes yeah. people don't have anybody. But you know bro. what? Though, that that also, I mean, mm. yeah, I, I kind of sounds like living your life in fear. That's yeah, just kind of like yeah. what it, what it sounds to uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. That'd be cool if he would have been like, "Plus, she's a pain in the ass." Huh? <laughs> so, like, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, of but he wasn't though. Like, I'm scared to die. Yeah, no, one thing I will elaborate on. 
as Plus, soon as, as soon as he retired, uh, uh, the spark of their their love they reunited. The yeah. Instantly. Oh, okay. Yeah, but well, had two more kids too. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right around the same time we were. <laughs> says a lot right there, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and they they definitely reunited that flame, and I could tell uh, from mm -hmm. speaking with Vanessa in my past um, mm -hmm. conversations mm -hmm. leading up to the point of retirement, she just couldn't wait for him to retire. Yeah, and Kobe could because she him. probably knew he was going to be an even better husband and even better father yeah. than he already was with and the time. Was. Now, yeah, and he exactly. was, and that's kind of like what's well, kind of sad that okay, yeah, his younger kids and 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 I have my three year old. We like I said, he had his daughter. Less than a month later, I had my daughter. Then the coach of the Mamba team had her daughter. Mm -hmm. So we were like going to form a whole new mm -hmm. uh, Mamba mm -hmm. team. And we joked around. Well, let me that. ask you a, a, a personal question. And, and sure. if, um, do you have, is there any way that you could communicate with Vanessa? Is there a yes. way where, yes. So, yes, and, but and, we and, chose uh, not to at the moment. Um, yes. but it's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was just going to ask. I, I know I know <laughs> the kind of guy you are and I know you wouldn't do that. But are you planning on doing that when when you feel the time is right? If the time is right, whatever is mm. supposed to happen will happen. Mm. Like the Mamba family just reached out to my wife and I, and mm. we're going to do something special for them this weekend. Okay. The Mamba family. Mm -hmm. People, because all the girls are. Because all the girls are connected. Yeah, so Especially now with like, Instagram and all that stuff, you yeah, guys can Gigi all be connected. Was, oh. I mean, mm. it wasn't about being Kobe Bryant's daughter. Mm. She was a daughter. She was a teammate. She mm. was a person. Yeah, little girls that are nine years old, they don't fucking care who yeah. your dad is. Uh, like, you're cool, you're cool. Like, that's my friend. Like, it, not you know what? That's why I guess probably my, my, my youngest son didn't ever tell me that he balled it up with Kobe. And mm -hmm. now, like, yeah, he, he brought it up. Like, yeah, probably didn't hit him like it's just a big turn. I know when I drop my kid off at school, bro, they're like, oh shit, that's the host of the Takeover podcast, bro. I gotta fucking hide my shit. Like. <laughs> hey, your, your, your rate is gonna go up now even more, bro. You know what I mean? Hey, we got chat. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got the glass on. You know, when, you're, when your star, it's always uh, bright. You know, I'm not too bright, but it's fine. <laughs> it goes yeah. the way back, shoots the ladders, oh. and all that shit. Yeah. You and I. So, yeah, bro. So, I mean, thanks, bro, for coming in and sharing. And, and I hope you guys are able to communicate with her and I hope you're able to express because, I mean, you speak for a lot of guys like us that are homies that, that where we come from. And it's like for you to be able to tell them like, Hey, my guys, everyone over here. I mean, fucking guys that cry, guys are crying. Guys are fucking hugging each other over your husband because of the effect they had on them. And I know that would be good for you, especially because you have a personal relationship, but just for all of us to know that one of the homies was able to, you know, let their family know that we're thinking about it. Yeah. So I hope, you know, that that happens one day, obviously. And I hope your daughter can, you know, get with her friends and all, all those guys, because I know for them, yeah. it has to be terrible. Most definitely. And mm -hmm. I know how one way we could all let Kobe know mm -hmm. we're thinking about him is call ourselves out on our work ethic and, mm -hmm. and continue to strive for greatness. Yes. That's how we can live his legacy. That's how we can let him not, mm -hmm. I don't want to say the word die in vain, but mm -hmm. I, real quick, uh, when Joe McKnight, who's a friend of ours, mm -hmm. He wanted to go back to school. Mm. He was he was just talking about you know what I mean his family going back mm. to school doing his thing and then that tragic captain in New Orleans mm. and mm. and I'm the type of guy that I'm a homie I'm a homie mm. homie homie I'm mm. I'll write for you mm. and how the how the fuck am I being a homie one day this dude comes up speeding on me all fucking shit start road rage and I go that's why your shit's all fucked up he's in the freeway well, what you want to do mm -hmm. pull over, boom I pulled over I got off the car mm. he kept going. Whole energy just got drained. I felt like a total piece of shit. Cause mm. like it's just really the comparison is what I'm trying to say is mm. how am I gonna let Joe that wishes he could be with his family, mm. that wishes that he had a second chance? Mm. How am I being a good friend to him if I'm doing this fucking same shit? Mm. Yeah, you yeah. feel me? Yeah. So I felt like a piece of shit, and this fool's a piece of shit, and he still was a bigger man to keep going. So that's basically mm. 
in my mind, I cannot, for me as a person in our relationship, mm. I will not and will die trying not to let him die in vain to me mm. as far as calling myself out and applying that work ethic in my mentality for the rest of my life. Yeah, and that's why I think we're doing the show today. I mean, we're doing the show today because we want to honor him and we want to. I think the whole city of LA mm. has shown that it's mm. already taking a big toll on them as far as that mentality. Mm. I, I've talked to a lot of my friends. A lot of strangers mm. who are just like, man, this makes you want to be like a better dude, you know? Mm. And like I said earlier, it's because you see someone who's almost a perfect man in a lot of people's eyes, mm -hmm. and if he's able to be taken off this planet by the Lord, mm. then we're definitely uh, we're definitely accessible, man. So we got to just appreciate every moment, every time we have with our friends and loved ones, mm -hmm. just like today. And with that, let's just let's just do some final thoughts. I mean, what, what would you like to say if you could say something that someone that's gotten to know him, to the people out there? that if they ran into him, how, what would it be like? I would just say what he was saying. Keep moving, man. Keep mm -hmm. moving um, with the right foot before the next. And yeah, this, life is too short to be in sorrow. Life is too short to be mad. Life is too short to be mm -hmm. grieving and in pain. I mean, and just use that and mm -hmm. run with it. That's mm -hmm. what I would say. And we want to thank you today, bro, for, for sharing with us. I mean, that's a lot of personal stuff. And and on here, we, we always like being ourselves and being authentic. So thank you, bro, for coming in oh, and sharing that. Pleasure, and we hope pleasure. the best for you and your family and your daughter, bro. We always we're going to keep you. tabs on her, bro. So keep when she comes big time, bro, she can even come <laughs> to play with you. We yeah. tell her to take over podcasts with her from day yeah, one, bro. She shines so, on the field. I see yeah, it, so when yeah, she, Shady, she Shady out. actually yeah, yeah. She stands out. He came like, through. He came through. I didn't think he told me. He told me. He's like, hey, bro, she can ball. So when she plays for Team USA, bro, she can fucking pull up next to me right here. Uncle Josh. You know what I'm saying? Uncle Josh and Uncle AJ. This whole thing called full circle then, man. So, AJ, last words before we head out. Um, I think I touched on it, man. And then there's so many things that we didn't even get into. Like, we were going to go down his, uh, his accolades, which mm. at this point almost seemed mm. uh, unimportant, you know. Mm. But, I mean, there's, there's a lot. I tell you, man, we didn't even talk about, we didn't write down anything we were going to talk yeah. about. We yeah. wrote down his stats and his, both of these sheets. So, <laughs> yeah. all the stuff he's done is on the basketball court, it will speak for itself going forward um, um, through the internet, through our memories. That's what Google's that for, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought today was more about us trying to get a little mm. bit of closure, talking about how he meant to us, how much he meant to us personally. Um, I just wanted to say thank you to him for just being a big pillar in my life, for always mm. being there. His mamba mentality was to show up every day and give it his all. And him doing that allowed me throughout my life, whatever things were going good or things were going bad, to always um, take a break from all of it and watch him, you know, go to work every every other day. Um, and it was always uh, it was always something that I I, I leaned on. There's not a, trust me, as a guy who does not a lot of stability in his life, he was the only thing that was stable from the point I was 14. Until 37, he taught me a lot how to be a man and uh, how to be a good father and how to try the hardest fuck every day. And to, and to not let go of our dreams, man. That's why we're here. Again, you touched on it earlier. I think everyone out there, you have a passion, you have something you're thinking about. Fucking Kobe was an awesome basketball player. And then he won an Oscar. Like, this shit is possible if you put your mind to it and you have that mom mentality. So let's keep it going. And 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 I'll, I'll, I'll touch on that before I get into one of my last things. Um, I said it earlier. And I'll say it again, me and this guy have been good friends for a really long time. And we dreamed about a day where we would be in the media and we'd be doing things. Are we there yet? No, but we're shooting our shot right now. And that's Kobe Bryant, shot his shot. Never saw a shot that he didn't like because he always thought he was gonna make it. And me and AJ, we always thought we we're gonna make it. We always thought one day 
We're going to be on fucking Fox Sports. We're going to be on fucking ESPN. People are going to be clamoring for it. We won't be able to get that Kobe interview, (laughs) and that's too bad. But And that's that's what we're shooting for. We honestly were shooting for one day to make it big and for Kobe to fucking call us in after a game or to fucking give us the exclusive interview on when he was going to retire. All the Spanish, too. Like, hey, where's my head that dog? Bring him (laughs) in right here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then... And uh, that was our dream. And uh, that was is it is it, it is. still is, and it's that's why process. that's why we got homies right here that that support us. So we thank them. You know, we got guys you know tuning in and and, and you know giving us big ups and well, sending now us our messages. Dream is, is to interview those that he's in, impacted so much. All oh. the you know the people that are coming up now, the youth mm-hmm. right now. Like you said, we'll have uh, we're gonna have Chess Diary in here one day when she's on the Olympics. And don't forget, mm-hmm. Kobe was human. You know, mm-hmm. well, it's yeah. just uh, everybody has fears. Mm-hmm. It's about facing your fears and throwing them out there in front of you, and and that's how you get to your greatness. And then, so and I'll just end on this note: it's obviously a personal note for all of us. We all have kids here, we have daughters, and it affects us on on, on so many different levels. This thing, and uh, I just want to say, when like I said, when I met him, he brought me in tight. He brought me in for that hug, and Chess has experienced that hug, and AJ not even meeting him can know what it's like to feel like an aura because he's known so much about him, but there's nothing all of us here wouldn't give for him to be here for him to do that, to give a smile to his wife, to give a kiss to his wife. And on that note, we've all lost people. Just we're here today. Let's love everybody. Let's take care of one another. The way we're all rallying around Kobe and Kobe's loss, let's rally around each other for good stuff. Let's, let's rally around each other going, yeah. when, 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 when someone needs some money, bro, when someone needs a ride, when somebody, you know, needs a job, when someone's doing a podcast, when someone, you know, is, is, has a kid that's playing a sport, let's support each other. Let's, let's love each other. other. Yeah. Let's show up for each other. And that's, I think, the best way that we can do it. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I know the Lakers are going to do it this year. Oh, LeBron doing... James is here for a reason. It went from magic, where he's done so much stuff for the for the HIV community, went to Kobe, where he's mentored so many kids, and LeBron, who has a I Promise school, and now he's here with us now. The torch has got passed for a reason. And the Lakers this year are going to win the championship, and they're going to fucking do it for Kobe, because that's what Kobe would want, and that's what Kobe's going to will them to do. He's going to be in their hearts for every game. He's going to be in our hearts as we're supporting the Lakers do it this year. And let's just all keep that mom mentality forever. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And with that, this has been episode 26 of The Takeover. Once again, I'd like to thank the boy Chez for showing up, for keeping it real with us all day. On behalf of me and AJ, once again. The Takeover. Just. Takeover. It's over, baby. Right, right, right. Oh, let's go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that. How do men embrace? How do men embrace? What's up with that Kobe song? Come yeah. on with hey, it. We're over here for me. Both trying to shit. Yeah. Well, so we out. This has been episode 26. Mamba Thank out. Thank you. Mamba Next week. Out. Kobe! Mamba out. Oh, he made it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>